Everything's under control. Situation normal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. I am your host, as always, Steve Sesnick, and I am joined to my right by the Reverend Joe Laporta. What's going on, dude? Man, I don't know. You don't know? You lost it? No, well, I don't think I ever had it. Uh, no, no, okay. no, I keep telling people I lost it, but it turns out never, I'm just, still waiting just, for it to get just here. Just never there. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then also uh, joining us this evening, um, we've got Andrew Lippens from the Atlanta area. And also, uh, you also have a podcast as well. I do. I have a podcast called Jump, Spin, Slide. It is a podcast all about platformer video games. Excellent. Um, and we love we love platformer video games. So. We do indeed. Oh, we yeah. do indeed. Yeah. Those are the only ones I can actually play. Like once it gets into three-dimensional stuff, <laughs> yeah. I, I am at it under a loss. It's like you lost me at three. So I'll tell 3D. you a secret. I'll tell you a secret. The reason I started this podcast is because those are the only games I'm good at. I'm not even all good at them. They're just the only ones I enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else I'm bad at. I'm like, I can't talk about these kind of games. I'm I'm too bad. I'm just gonna talk about the things that I can do. Yeah, exactly. And don't feel uh and I'm not afraid for someone to look over my shoulder while I'm playing Mario World. I, I swear I'm good at this game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have, I have kids. I, me and Steve both have kids of an age now where, like, my kid is actually now better at video games than I am. So, oh, like, man. she'll, like, hand me the controller sometimes and be like, can you beat this part for me? And I'm legitimately afraid because if she can't, there's, like, no way in hell I can either. <laughs> I, will, I will say I was pretty, I was pretty happy I was, uh, a couple months ago. Uh, my kid was playing. My kid Alex was playing. Uh, what was he playing? Uh, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's playing Overwatch, and I, and I come in the room and sit down, and he's got it on the TV, and he's playing, and you know he's doing whatever, he's doing okay, <laughs> and uh, um, I think I after I watched him play it for a bit, and I hadn't played a first person shooter like that in a while, so I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, right, hand me the remote, I'm gonna I'm gonna play, so I played like three or four rounds i think the last round i ended up going like a 14-1 kd ratio or something like that and oh, I, was, man, nice. I was like handed in the remote back and you're like that's how it's done there you go <laughs> not that i was ever really that good at uh at first person shooters but i i had a moment there with, with overwatch maybe i should hey. play more overwatch because i was kind of i guess i was good at it for a second at least i do like overwatch it's a great game as yeah. much as it frustrates me i, I quite enjoy it yeah, yeah. I, I had downloaded it but i didn't realize that it's on the same website or whatever server or whatever they call it as starcraft so i came home the other oh, day yeah. and like my kid had downloaded starcraft one and it was playing it yes like of her own volition oh, i was oh, like well what? that was a much better choice I mean, oh yeah it was yeah. a great job i was proud super proud moment right there <laughs> yeah, yeah right starcraft one man that's the bomb i was feeling pretty good <laughs> yeah the last first person shooter i played with any sort of seriousness was uh call of duty modern warfare 2 and then I, and I pretty much pretty much stopped after that but i beat exactly two video games this year which is like a, 200% above my usual ratio. I am. Um, nice. I beat Bioshock Infinite, which okay. I didn't realize like video games were like cool now. Like the story yeah. for that blew my mind. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. And then I finally, 25 years later, I finally beat Super Metroid. Oh, there, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two good games right there. Have you guys done an episode on Metroid yet? We did two episodes on Super Metroid. Hell oh, yeah. Not one, but two. Did we you? Two, because that game is so, such a, such a big legacy of that game. Yeah. I think I did especially good because when I got to the end, I actually only had a 60% item grab for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And my daughter was making fun of me. She was like, that means you like missed out on like 40% of the items. Like, that means I didn't need 40%, 40%. <laughs> yeah. 40% of the items. I got all the ones you need to beat the game. I just didn't get any extra need, health I, I, yeah. or ammo or any of those other things. I so only got what was necessary. <laughs> there's, yeah. a new, there's a new trend in the Super Metroid uh, community, which is a very vibrant and alive speedrunning community. Um, but there's a new thing they do right now, which is called randomizers. 
where they randomly move like all of the items in the game are just placed in a different location hmm. huh. so there's like 208 upgrades no that's wrong i'm gonna get this wrong and people are gonna yell at me for it not not um, on our not, uh, <laughs> not among our, uh, fair enough if um, they're gonna if they were gonna call us out at accuracy they'd have done so long ago. Yeah. Um, there's a certain number of upgrades though in the game and they just swap all the locations um with like a few rules in place so you can't get like you won't be in a place where you can't find another item or the item that you need oh yeah um but it's a very popular uh, category of speedrunning right now and it's that's really fun to watch variant. i didn't know that was a thing it's well it seems really like fun a, to watch it seems like a good way to do it because that's the whole thing with like the speed running is that you just know where everything is oh, yeah. and that's why you do it so fast so it's like you when you a, when you kind of screw that up you throw a monkey wrench in that it's that, that right. actually makes it interesting you, you have such an intimate knowledge of the game it goes from instead of just trying to do your normal path like faster it then becomes a puzzle of okay i have this so i can go to here yeah and then hopefully find more items here and then i have to go back okay now i get this item i can go back to there it's it's really incredible i think from a game development standpoint that they were able to the developers were able to make a game so robust that later you can do an item randomizer yeah and people can still have you know and it's hours still entertaining <laughs> yeah so yeah. No, go ahead. Have you guys done an episode for the Star Wars platformers yet? No, we need to. Um, I, I'm hoping we can do one around uh, Rise of Skywalker. Are we gonna? Are, um, do, do we get to come on for the Star Wars platformers? Yeah, yeah. Happily, if you I do one of those, on. you know, I will happily <laughs> just let saying, you guys know. Awesome. Just saying. Right. I have I have beat those on Super Nintendo. I have beat those Shadows are, of the Empire. Yeah, I still die Shadows at the, the Empire. End, is not a bad game. I, I do like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to go. I have to do a refresher on them. I have to go through and play them. Again, yeah, but. those Star Wars ones on Super Nintendo are not easy. No, 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 those they are, aren't. Oof. I like the Nintendo one because they still do. Now, there's a term for this, and hopefully, somebody will be able to look it up later and tell me what's the term in Star Wars where like each character has their own soundtrack. It's like a German phrase for like, oh. like it's a film idea. I know what you're like, talking every about. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the phrase, but I know it's what you're like talking about. Each character about. has their own motif. I don't but know like, what it's called, yeah, the game yeah. actually still does that. Like when you swap out characters, oh, really? like you put Han, it's like it's Han Mana oh. to the rescue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so anyway, we, I, I suppose we talk about Xbox on this podcast sometimes. Well, I did, I did sure. want to bring up my platformer oh, yeah. claim to fame. Okay. So do do you guys remember back in like the like mid to late nineties whenever they whenever uh, Blockbuster did like the video game tournament mm-hmm. where you got yeah. to like go into the Blockbuster store and like and like play like playing rounds and all that kind of stuff. So do you remember the, the, I think it was, I don't know how many years they did this, but I remember one year there was two games you had to play and it was like, it was like a specialized level of Judge Dredd. Okay. Oh, really? And yes. And then it was like a little short mini level that was made just for this video game tournament and huh, you had to okay. go to the Blockbuster to play it. And then there was, uh, and then you played like a short game of like NBA Jam T. Why not? Yeah, yeah sure. tournament edition or whatever. So and it was Bugsy like Bogues. You had four hundred steals. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you had to get. It was like <laughs> an overall. Dikembe Mutombo and could not miss three. Yeah, it was an oh, overall yeah. points thing. So like you, you would go in and you would play your 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 one level of Judge Dredd and your one game of NBA Jam TE, and like add the points together. However, and like there'd be a leaderboard in the store, and and like if you you know you could if you were one of the top couple in the story you got moved on to like the regional or something like that you were like allowed to return your videos without rewinding them and shit <laughs> yeah right. it's like a privilege yeah. like the privilege. no re- no rewind fees yeah. and you know half oh, off of late course. fees yeah you yeah know, they, you they, can't like get rid of them entirely because that's a business yeah. model yeah, yeah 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 so anyways like i go in t- i i remember me and my friends were like all into this and we like set up the uh you know we signed up for it and went in and played and i remember i went in and played and uh 
Apparently, I was the only person in our local store to discover the one million point hidden token in the Judge Dread game. Oh wow! Oh really? So I ended up winning our local store by like a million points. That's awesome. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's it was great. Not bad. Actually. It was. I, I. I like. I don't know how I found it. It was like. It was totally random. It was probably just me like button mashing because I was in a hurry. Sure. And but I ended up jumping up onto this weird platform and 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 I'm and all of a sudden it was one of those platforms. that's like above the uh, you know above the line. So you want you jump up there and then all of a sudden the screen like hops up to like where you are to show you right, what you're right, where right. you're at. So I'm like, oh crap! And there's like this big coin there. I go and hit it, and it's like a million points. And I'm like, hell wow. yeah! And it does like a little Very full nice. motion video thing of Rob Schneider being like, yeah, M D L. Yeah, because it was totally that Judge Dredd too, which is oh, remember full yeah. motion full motion video was the best. Oh man, it was uh, awesome. It was the worst. So, was anyways, awesome. the thing is that can't exist in the age of the internet now because you know someone would find it and then oh, post yeah. it. You know, some post it and then yes. everyone knows about it and. That kind of stuff just can't exist anymore. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I found it and then I didn't tell anybody. Like right, I didn't tell course. any of my friends. You just thought you were just that damn. <laughs> they good. were like, "Oh my, oh god." Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't want to tell them. I was like, because I, I wasn't going to tell them, so they could like match advantage. my, you know, match my score. I'm not so. rewinding yeah. this fucking video. Yeah, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> never again. <laughs> I'm getting that five dollar coupon. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. The <laughs> seven day so rental comes with popcorn. Yes. Yeah. I, I now I can now rent rated R movies without having my parents here. Ha ha. <laughs> or whatever the hell it was. I don't know. Who knows. But yeah. whatever would make awesome. going to Blockbuster worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there was a, the Blockbuster was right across the street from my house. So I spent a lot of time at that Blockbuster. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> this is so far my favorite episode. <laughs> we just get better and better every time because we go further and further off yes. topic. Uh, <laughs> all That's right. What so podcasting is. Yeah, right. So we do have some X-Wing stuff to talk about. Obviously, we just had Worlds, um, you know, a week and a half ago. And we, we did our kind of Worlds, post-Worlds episode last week. And um, this week, uh, we got a couple rules updates that just came out today. Um, nothing major, but some interesting little things. I think a lot of it has to do with a lot of its tweaks that they're kind of prepping for some things that are going to be in epic and uh so say, a lot of it seem like things that are they're future proofing against the things that are going to happen yeah yeah so one of the um one of the interesting ones in here is they they put a um a a permanent or a hard maximum in for a number of dice so both for attack and defense dice there is now a maximum of six um now i don't think i still don't think this applies to uh things like clt that add the uh, results after afterwards during the modify step um but they just put in kind of like this maximum of six number so that uh, in case there's any weird game effects that come up that where you could possibly get you know a, a dice pool a starting dice pool of more than six you know that this prevents that so i feel like a lot of it has to do with epic ships aren't epic ships probably going to be probably this line pretty yeah, there's I some. Think. I haven't looked at all the epic stuff, but I know there's some some stuff in there. I, You're I know really gonna enjoy the second half then, where you go over the epic stuff. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, new. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, new to you. Yeah, it's it's new to me. Um, so, anyways, the uh, so they added that in as like a hard limiter on both the roll in both the roll attack dice step and the roll defense dice step. Um, so you got this kind of maximum of six now. Used to be the minimum of zero was always in there. Now they maximum of six as well. Um, the other interesting thing, and this was actually not in the F, not in the rules reference, but it was on the FAQ forum. Um, they clarified uh, snapshot and uh, foresight because uh, there was a 
apparently a um, a two sided a two sided ruling at Worlds about this. One day it was it was ruled. Uh, one way that you could not use Snapshot, or one way, I'm sorry, the first day, I believe, it was ruled that you could use Snapshot and Foresight as a special weapon during the engagement phase, and then the next day, it was ruled that you could not. Um, I don't know if it was the same judge or different judges or how that went down exactly, but uh, I know that that was a thing that happened on uh, on one of the days of Worlds. So they put out an FAQ clarifying that, yes, you can use the Snapshot and Foresight special attacks as your normal attack during a uh, during the engagement phase not just as the bonus attack that it grants you during the activation phase i want to say i think i think the first day it was judged by urban and it was correct and the second day it was judged by stallone oh. and very very incorrect <laughs> that's the judge, very, judge very judge wrong references like yeah. forgettably wrong forgettably wrong mm. <laughs> yeah there's no way that was the same judge i can't imagine he was yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I, I don't know how. I don't know if it went past just the initial judge, or if they actually, if anybody like called, tried calling it to like the marshal or anything like that. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hear the whole story, but um, I just know that it was ruled two different ways. At, at Based Worlds. on the ruling, I, I, I think it probably wasn't called back to the marshal. But again, this is speculation. So yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyways, that's that's a thing um to keep in mind and that was i mean yeah, that one made sense to me. It anyway weren't they? that's how everybody was playing it was that right. was that it was uh something you could use in the in the engagement phase as your attack um which made sense based on the way the cards were worded and everything but for whatever reason there was some confusion at one point during worlds about it so um all right and then we also have uh they added a bunch of clarifications about charges um and they also uh, I guess officially defined a shield as a charge. So, um, and there's some, and they added energy in here, and um, you know they have standard charges, force charges, shields, energy. Um, but anyways, I think a lot of this again is for is for epic stuff, especially the shield and energy. Like, I, it, there's a reference in here at some point about um, about shields being able to regenerate with a with like a carrot symbol. So right. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that there's going to be at some point in Epic, probably there's going to be some sort of like natural shield regeneration I on maybe one of the giant of the, ships. Uh, I think some of the Epic ships have that as an inherent ability. If I'm okay. Mistaken. Oh, really? That's really, yeah, I, I could be mistaken. I could be wrong, but I think yeah. that's true. again, I haven't looked at the Epic stuff very much, so I'm like not real sure about that, but I'm assuming that's why they've added this in here. <laughs> the only other reason I could think about I could think for them adding that in there is if maybe deplete does something to shields as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a new type of token that we've seen with, or we've seen in previews for the, um, major Von Rags type, but we still don't really know what it does. They still haven't described it, what it does at all. Everybody's assuming it's going to be like the opposite, the attack dice version of strain, but who knows? Right. It could be anything, you know, it, it could also be lose a charge on something. I mean, yeah, it, it's, that seems like it might be too powerful, but who knows? Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, because um, <laughs> I think losing attack die is far less powerful than like lose a defense die, like strain is. Oh, right. I mean, that can um, just destroy your uh, like a regen Jedi or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's not great to get if it's only if it, even if it is just losing attack die, but it's also not that bad. It's the kind of right. thing like on Vonreg, for example, just the way his ability works and the way the Vonreg's tie works. 
it's like he would probably just take the pleat most of the time unless he unless he had just set up a, a flanked shot where he knew he wasn't going to get shot at then he takes the then he takes the strain but right you know hard you know hard to say we'll we'll see what they end up doing with that um with that ability so i don't know it it could be kind of interesting if it was something that could uh mess with charges um i don't know like going in there there's a, i could that's there's a lot of things that that could uh that could kind of screw with for this sure. This might be like the most fun rules reference we've ever seen, though, because so much of the things they put in there seem like weird <laughs> foreshadowing for things you don't know about yet. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, there's usually so much speculation going on. Usually they close the loopholes and make things less fun. This, they're like, hey, by the way, there's this thing we might do later. You're like, really? Yeah. It's like a teaser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, here's a thing that might happen. Um, so. Nick Fury showing up the end of the rules reference being like there's other rules out there <laughs> yeah, right. yet. yeah this is only this is like you know what are, what are we on phase three going into phase uh, four, four of the Marvel yeah. universe now yeah he just goes on there's like you do realize I am Nick Fury and Mace Windu right <laughs> <laughs> or am I or are they the same character dun, who knows dun, you never saw Mace Windu die yeah right <laughs> well actually it makes a little bit of sense because Star Wars happens a long long time ago yeah so it could have lost the eye between then and now oh yeah like, it For couldn't sure. go the other way around, because yeah. you know, obviously, yeah. you're not going to regrow an eye. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did see how he, he, how he lost the eye. That was in uh Yeah, that, that, that fall at the end of episode three probably would do the trick, wouldn't it? That would do the trick right <laughs> yeah, there. That yeah. Would, uh, yeah, that would do yeah. it in a bad way. He also lost his hands when he was about to fall, too. So. Yeah, he did get both of his hands cut off there. <laughs> he wasn't doing too hot. We yeah. didn't see him die, Sith cut me. <laughs> did you see none of my movies? <laughs> Sith cut my Sith hands cut off. cut my hands off. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> best of the prequel trilogy yeah <laughs> not that well, same by much. default yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> not by default <laughs> um they added in uh they also added in a few a couple little things here for remotes um so one thing is if a remote has a has printed arcs and center lines these arcs extend from range zero to three uh a ship can be in these arcs or zones as it would be with another ship so I guess that's just defining the fact that if, if, you know, these remotes have printed firing arcs and, and center lines, you know, kind of like for like reinforce style tokens and stuff like that. That text sounds almost biblical. It just applies. <laughs> yeah. It does a little bit. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, this and is. A remote, if a remote shall have an arc <laughs> as a man has an arc. From... <laughs> All right. Calm, calm down, Reverend. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> He's proselytizing. <laughs> it's fine. <on>. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, then also, if a remote does not have uh, a specified size, it is neither smaller nor larger than a ship for the purposes of effects. <laughs> so and a remote can neither be bigger nor smaller neither, than the... It is neither larger nor smaller. <laughs> it, is, it, apparently, it apparently lives in the, uh, the freaking TARDIS. Yes, it li- yes. No, no, it lives in the eye of a... Passes through the eye of a needle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh man! So, anyways, more Best more episode. remote funness. Um, um, if a remote falls in X wing and it has no size, does it make an effect? Does anybody hear it? Yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> Space, there are no ripples. Um, <laughs> oh, I but I do want. I, I love when they have to do stuff like this because, like, you know, somebody on term is like, "Well, am I ship? Am I?" Because there's what it's um, there's the uh, mining guild tie right that yeah, cares about uh, ship uh, size. They have. Yes. Yeah. They have. Captain Ahab. Captain Ahab. White whale. <laughs> the white whale. So like somebody must have like looked at that and was like, 
you know, well, I mean, the, the remote seems to be bigger than my ship. Is it a large Atari? So what we're saying is that remotes are Captain Ahab's white whales. In this yes, game. yes. Like, uh, I guess we... No, like, we're not really saying... Remotes. I, I say mm. this as a lifelong nerd, but holy crap, are we pedantic. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. At this point, we're one of those, really... One some of guy was really just, desperate. Someone was really desperate for an extra attack die, and they're like, all right, just... Calm down, buddy. You can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have the to hope it was like, say like, I can't. So yeah, I hope it was one of those like dark eye droids that like you could theoretically miss at. I hope yeah. like he shot at it about fifteen times, couldn't hit the damn thing. He was like, no, no, it's bigger than my guy. I get the extra die. <laughs> yeah, this Give me time the damn dice. I'm yeah. shooting it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Captain Ahab, have you ever played the game Cards Against Humanity? Yes. Are you familiar with it? I do you know there's familiar. a there's like a spiritual sequel to it from the same company? Really? It's called it's called Dick. And okay. it is exactly like Cards Against Humanity. Is that from the same company? That's not from the same company. Yeah, same is company. It? Is it? Yeah. We have it. All the answer cards are quotes taken verbatim from Herman Melville's novel Moby Dick. There's and they're no every bit as terrible as oh, Cards Against Humanity. I have it on my shelf right now. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. That is it's like the lowest production incredible. quality you can imagine. It's printed on business cards. It's printed on business cards. That's why I don't <laughs> think it's Cards Against Humanity. I don't know. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. No, yeah, that's not Cards Against Humanity is its own thing. Oh, it, is it not the same company? No, nah, yeah, no, nah, that's way too cheap. Cards Against Humanity has money to, to like, make things. They uh, once did a Kickstarter to dig a hole. Yeah. We we may have bought a small part of their their uh, their border. I own a piece oh, of uh, I own yep. a piece of the border. Uh, I also own a piece of uh, that little island in Maine. Um, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be it's the, still underwater. The trash island. I thought it was in Maine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's what it was. That's amazing. <coughs> that uh, so hilarious. stalwart captain apparently can't be played on a huge ship. Uh, no, it can be. It's restriction oh, it can is only it, be played on a huge yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah. So it, it has to be a huge ship. Well, it yeah. was so it was stalwart captain originally read rebel huge ship. They got rid of rebel, so now it can be on any okay. of the huge ships. Yeah, okay. Well, what's so. interesting if you look at if you look at the upgrade cards and the ships um, on, on the points list, they are all specifically non hyperspace nor extended legal. Yeah, I noticed there was a column for that, and it all said no. Just, no, everything says no. Just one column. That's that that's just no. That's just the column to like for like the, the like you said the pedantic. Like, oh yeah, so yeah. like it doesn't say I can't. Doesn't say well, I can't, but it's 147 points. Yeah. <laughs> um, just yeah. One one, uh, one CR90. That's yeah. Be it. That's that's all. That's all I need. That's my list. Yeah. yeah. It's not actually like we didn't used to do that back in Mage Knight. The dragons back in Mage Knight were your entire army. You could just play one. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> See, I feel like that's fun though. I liked it. I mean, it, was, it wasn't very good, but it was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Everything being neither hyperspace nor extended legal. I mean, if you want your entire list to be one ship, I feel like that's, you know, acceptable. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I mean, a Rock's only 58 points. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is the, the bad Yeah, you could play three yeah, of them. 60, the Gazanti's only 60. I mean, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the, GR, the GR75 can just replace Cassian. Yeah, the two Corvettes, <laughs> the Raider Corvette and the CR90 Corvette are like 146 and 150. Yeah. But the other, the other ones are not that expensive. I mean, that's less expensive than, uh, you know, like a fucking TIE Defender. It's less, <laughs> it's oh, less expensive than a Falcon. Yeah, it's less expensive yes, than a Falcon. Fucking Lando's 80. Yeah. Lando is 80. He's... It's the only point cost I actually know off the top of it. <laughs> Maybe overcosted. I, I know the A wing cost because mm. I build I build lists with them so much. I'm like, all right, can I fit Jake and uh, Arvel in here? No, I can't. I need seventy points at least. Yeah, for both of them. So there's only one epic format, right? Is that or um, 
I mean, I don't, no, because there's different situations, right? There's different, um, uh, whatever they call them. I think they're different scenarios. Uh, scenarios. scenarios. Thank yeah. you. But there's not like a hyperspace epic and then a uh... no. no, no, no. There's no. not. No. Yeah. No. I think as far as epic is concerned, everything is legal. Hmm. I don't think there's anything that's like there's stuff that is epic only. You know, obviously this stuff, the huge ship stuff. Right. But all the normal stuff is also epic legal. Okay. I believe. So I don't I don't think there's any any real limitation there. So now there may be different scenarios and formats of it, you know. It's built to, it's built to have a lot of different ways to play it. So How um, many tight defenders could you run in an epic list? I know how many you can run points. over because we did that in one point Oh god. Yeah, I think I ran over three. Um, we played we played Epic 1.0 <laughs> we all played of it, once. Yeah, we played it one time, and I, I took the Corvette and the CR90, and I just curb stomped ships. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Damage me. Boom, you're dead. Boom, you're dead. When, when we were younger and we had a lot more time, we used to play games with every <clears throat> possible expansion with maximum possible length mm-hmm. they could take. We used sure. to play Settlers of Catan, which I believe you played what, like eight or ten points in a, a normal game of that. We used to uh, play yeah. it to like, points, yeah. We used to play to like 20, which is yeah. like almost impossible based on the component limits that are in the thing. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. but they'd be like five hour games and they would end in yelling inevitably. I mean, uh, of we, course. Yeah. I mean, we played the fourth, we played the all four editions of Battlestar Galactica put together, including like the entire, every treachery card every, ever made, which was the oh, most man. broken shit ever. <laughs> like, remember that? Remember? No, so, no, no, no. We put the treachery, we put all the treachery ones together because that watered it down. Oh yeah, we had to. Yeah, that's right. Because it gave you the new treachery yeah, deck, it, and it was so broke. The new treachery deck was so broken, we had to water it down by adding all the old treachery cards yes, back yes. into it. <laughs> so it was less, less good. It was less. Yeah, because it was so broken. I'm pretty sure it was impossible for the humans to win. But we had like five thousand awesome. point mage night games like twice. Yeah, but like when we did the epic one, our friend Paul had sat there for hours working on lists. Like we got yeah. to Steve's house at maybe like four or five in the afternoon. And oh, we it was an all night affair. Eleven thirty. Wow. But like by midnight. Steve had taken the, the Carly Corvette and just run over just squads of Paul's tie defenders. Paul had a bunch of tie defenders, and I was just running them it's over. Like he had spent literally five hours putting together this oh, list no. and did not actually know how the ga- how this format worked. That you could just oh, run no. over well, ships. The weird thing about the, the big ships is just how they kind of fishtail. And mm-hmm. so the way they move, and I just don't think he was expecting that. That's right. You just Tokyo drifted, right? I, yeah, I just fishtailed on. You didn't even run over them on purpose. You just literally. No, that was on. It was on purpose because <laughs> I I done, I done like one maneuver, and I was like, wow, that back end really kicks out when you when you when you maneuver this thing. And he had these tight defenders near my back end, and I'm like, well, you're dead now because I'm gonna yeah. curve. I think I hit three of them in one <laughs> one stomp. That's awesome. <laughs> Can you That's still awesome. do that in Epic? I don't know. Is that still a thing in Epic? I don't even know. They changed the way they move, but I'm not really sure what they do now. Did they change they the way move? they run shit over? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing or not. I don't know. I should probably look more into this Epic be. thing. <laughs> well, we get rules, hopefully, maybe next week. Yeah. Oh, we don't have we get the uh Not rules, but we get um the conversion kits, maybe. Oh, yeah. We have rules yeah. now. Yes, Actually, I, can, I can look that up right now. Let's see what the let's see rules. Like, can we run ships over and uh, uh, just Epic them? Battles rules reference? Oh, epic nice Battles, art on it, though. that's cool. That's a nice art. Yeah, that's the only part of it that I like. I gotta say the uh, the wing formation sounds pretty rad. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's gonna be really cool. Just like making it easier to to play. 
it's like here's like what is it you can do like six ships or whatever and yeah six like... ships you uh they have to be designated a certain spot so there's one one wing commander in like the front there's two rows of three yeah. Wing commanders in the front center then it's got one on either side and then three behind them mm-hmm. fun fact mark hamill was in the wing commander video games yes he was oh yeah mark it hamill is... of uh of star wars fame i believe who did and play? and someone important maybe somebody uh, important he's the main character i think isn't he whose name oh, or, 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 we're gonna get some we're gonna get oh i'm in star wars on uh on <laughs> oh, wing commander. Star, oh, yeah yeah uh, so I think the, he's the main character in Wing Commander. I believe he's the cockknocker. Yeah. So who was the main yeah. character in the in the Wing Commander movie? It's Freddie Prince Jr. It's wasn't Freddie it? Prince Jr. Who plays Kanan? Kanan on the Star Wars Rebels cartoon yes. show. Oh, did you see? Oh man, we'll talk about. He this had a really. Uh, he went off on stories. He did the interview. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, his I interview do. the other day where he talked about uh, like how predictable Star Wars is, and if you act surprised at it, you are kind of an idiot. Yeah. 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 Well, oh yeah, he was. That uh, I liked a lot was like him being like, "Why is everyone like obsessing over like Maul and Boba Fett? Like they're dead, they're bad guys. Why do you? You're not supposed to like them." Yeah, yeah he okay. was quite livid and he was he quite was, expressive. He was very mad. It was, I, I liked the guy, but I'm like, oh, maybe we should uh, take a step back for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think what it was was a rant about how people get too like bent out of shape and obsessive about Star so, Wars. Too. Then he got oh, really yeah. bent out of shape and yes. obsessive yeah. about Star that's Wars. How, like, that's how Star Wars wait. works. Like, you get pissed off about some, what, some what other Star Wars now, fan. Right? Yeah. 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 That's just been Star Wars for the last, you know, 15 years. It's been just get pissed off when someone likes something else. They're, you aren't supposed to like anything. You're supposed to have a bad time. It's cooperative arguing for people that aren't that into college football. Exactly. That's really what we're doing here, what we're about. Yes. So, anyways, the uh, epic. There's a lot of stuff in here. A lot of points. The PDFs are up. You can go take a look at them if you want to go all the way through them. I don't even know <laughs> what all the stuff does. So into this epic the problem is I just don't know <laughs> this enough is like the about. Third time I haven't we've tried it. to preview epic. We're like, Ugh. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't. Know. I, I had a, I, I, I had the a, kind of a bad experience with epic in uh, 1.0 and just kind of never, never played it again after that. So. Maybe 2.0 Epic will win me over, but I, I got to play it, I think, first before I... Uh... From my brief uh, scan of this document, it does not look like you can do damage by just uh, ramming. By just stomping on things? Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Before, he didn't do damage. You just blew him the hell up. Yeah, it literally yeah. just like... That's why it was so... That was why it was so funny. It's like, if you blow up... Yeah. If you yeah, run over a bunch fair. of, like, TIE fighters and, you know, that's 50 points down the drain, that's one thing. Sure. If you ran over a bunch of defenders, they're, yeah. like, 60 yeah. points each. Yeah, because I think the way, yeah, the way it was in 1.0 it was Epic, it was oh, if, yeah. you, if, you, if you overlapped another ship with a huge ship, uh, if it was a small base, I think it just died, and then you got, like, you took, like, a point of damage. I can't remember if it was, like, I think you took a card or something. I can't remember. But uh, I can't remember if you could flat out kill the large ships or not. Or maybe or I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I just remember. I just remember curb stomping the uh, the small ships, small base ships, and that was that was fun for a minute. Yeah, the only like overlap that's in here right now is talking about wing command or like wing formation and all that stuff. Yeah. So I don't think you just kill ships, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. the kind of thing you're gonna. Yeah, I they guess got the this wing overlap is, diagram go, for yeah. like how to deal with a, a a wing running into something. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go play this with your friends, you should probably find out whether or not you can run over people's ships first. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's my advice. That's my strategy <laughs> hint of that's the my, day. Here's my, per- here's my advice. Yeah, that, that's all I know about before you list build. 
Yes. Safe yeah. And run over ships. Yes. <laughs> the problem is I, I enjoyed the whole curb stomping thing so much that like the little bit of Armada I played, I forced Travis to give me the uh, the Corvette list that just ran and mm-hmm. rammed things to death. I was like, give me the list that rams things with Corvettes. That's all I want to do. <laughs> that used to be a thing. Awesome. And um, man, I am like, I am like killing it on uh, segueing out of X-Wing stuff today. Uh-huh. But in Perfect. Mech Warrior back in the day, there used to be one promo figure that was a like, it was like a, basically like a portable, like a mobile, you know, heal your guys kind of unit. Sure. But in that game, you used the same stat to heal your guys as you did to run smack dab into them with your car. Yeah. So they had what was called the Rambulance because it had a really high attack value. <laughs> it did no damage, but it was really good for A, healing people, and B, running the fuck into things. Nice. I love the Rambulance. That's yeah, the Rambulance name. was beautiful. I still got one at home. I still have mine. That is an awesome name. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Mech Warrior was fun. Good old Mech Warrior. The worst so. part is, like, the hardest part about playing Epic here is that Steve threw his back out this week and all of his Epic ships are on a tall shelf. Oh, uh, yeah. No way he's putting together a list now. Well, I can, I can get up there. You did mention about, like, you know, these these huge games you guys used to play. Yeah. I keep seeing things on, like, the subreddit of someone trying to combine Legion and Armada and X-Wing into one massive game. Oh, all yeah. I think, all I can think is, like, that sounds like hell. I guess it's, like, two yeah. days Pe- of work. People, like, oh, man. We talked about something doing something like that with Imperial Assault back in the day. Yeah. With, like, X-Wing, Imperial Assault, and Armada. Yeah. It's like, I know me and Travis like theorized something about that way back in the day, but you know, that, well, that I think was, it's way more fun in theory than in practice. Eh, Probably. It was a Mage Knight <laughs> thing back in the day. And this yeah. is the last time I'll get off X-Wing, I swear. But like, uh, there was a, there's a Mage it, Knight Dungeons ahead. game that was like a dungeon crawl using Mage Knight figures. Yeah. Sure. And they had a variant where like you would go and play that and all the gold that you raided out of the dungeon, you could spend as points in like the regular tabletop game. Mm-hmm. And like... Okay skirmishes of that you know depending on how much you won you could use those points into the conquest which is like the epic version of that one uh-huh it's so like they had it was weird because it would just you know and however many you know points you managed to score in the epic game they would use as like your starting points at the beginning of the next game you played of dungeons you know and it snowballed out of control but it was still fun and interesting for a while yeah sure the only way i think combining those like legion x-wing and armada into one game would work um, would be if you did it like in a big tournament like convention kind of setting and you had different people like you just had teams of people playing these that'd be so, kind of that would actually be kind of interesting that way all the games are going on simultaneously and it's not the same two three people playing each game yeah i feel like that would just be so mentally taxing that'd yeah be going from like you know three different rule sets three different types of games that yeah, yeah. I, I think if you were going to do it as like i mean probably honestly like if you were if like something like heroes of the Aturi cluster right like mm-hmm. if you were to like incorporate it into that kind of a thing where it's like a camp, it's like a giant campaign thing that you're yeah. running through and it has segments that take place in, in Armada and segments that sure. take place as an X-Wing game and segments that take place as a, as a Legion game. That would be kind of cool. But like that would obviously take a crap ton of work on somebody's part to like yeah. build that, that and again, world I think, out. I think it would just make, it would just be a lot more satisfying as like a weekend long uh, convention campaign. Yeah. Where you've got, like, you know, you, you've assembled a team of your friends. Some of them play X-Wing, Armada, Legion, all this stuff. Then you, you know, you act like you're playing uh, Empire at War, the uh, Star Wars PC, uh, 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 what's the game called? Like, StarCraft-like game. Oh, uh, the RTS. Uh, RTS, yeah. RTS, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Empire Wait, at War, aren't you supposed RTS. to be the video game guy? 
Yeah, I couldn't think of really like telling you about video games. No yeah, well, he doesn't do RTSs. He I don't do RTSs. I'm bad at them. I, no. Oh, yeah. it's all come full circle. I'm, I'm good at I'm good at strategy turn based strategy games. I'm terrible at RTSs. Well, the RTSs are just that's just a pure like how fast can you click on your keyboard? Oh yeah, and I cannot thing. click fast. Yeah, survey says. It's like I, yeah, unless you're doing like what is it? I think it's like uh, 300 actions a minute. Oh yeah, your APM has to be ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm it's like, I, crazy. I can't think like that. That there, I have to. I, I get so caught up in like each individual decision. I'm like, I can't make these decisions this fast. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, X wing. X wing. <laughs> X wing things. Well, <laughs> do we have anything else? Uh, I any mean, other news on X wing? Any other news? Um. So, have you got a play since you went to World, Steve? I have not. No, I'm. I'm probably. I got. I'm going to the Get Your Fun On Hyperspace Trial on the ninth, and I will probably not play any X Wing until then. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna be sh- nice and well. Uh, I'm gonna show up with. Uh, I'm gonna show up with something because the list I played at Worlds, I can't play at that Hyperspace Trial. So I'm gonna show up with something different. And Is it not Hyperspace Leo? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um. So I'm gonna show up with something different and see what happens. Um. But. And then hopefully my back will be uh, healed up enough at that point that I can deal with the day. That I want to like wheel you around the hyperspace room. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> That'd be funny. In hopefully own not. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, you know, throwing your back out—that is a son of a bitch. By the way, I think I think my back was weakened from worlds, like from like yeah. that whole week, like Just from four days of playing playing X Wing, yeah. standing standing over tables and stuff. And then I get back home and like I bent over to pick up some trash off the floor and Ooh. it just went out. <laughs> it just it just gave up it was so, not having it It was not having it yeah now andrew did you go to worlds i did not i am not good enough thanks for pointing it out uh i mean anybody i can, also stayed I, home I, I, I didn't have a ticket i went and played the lcq i will you say know? if you if you played lcq it looked like you had a pretty good chance of getting in oh yeah i mean um, I, I i went five and one in the lcq and got in i think the top half basically got in in the lcq so right. there was a lot of three and threes absolutely i actually uh, no, just realized I just didn't, Truth be told, I just didn't have the vacation time to go. I had just taken... I actually just took my honeymoon uh, a few weeks ago. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Now, did you recently to... get married? You just said you just took it. Did you, like, yes. wait? Yes. Uh, we got married in July, so we waited a few months first. Um, she started a new job, so we wanted to, she wanted to settle in first. Yep. Um, That's a good way and to then do we, it. We, were also, we, were, we went to Disneyland, so we did not want to do that over the summer. We wanted to wait until most of the... Uh, you know, when when everyone's back in school and no one's really vacationing, so we yeah. went to Disneyland uh, for a few so, days. So you went out to California? We did. Ah. Uh, both of us, she was born in Atlanta, been here her wife. Um, I, I was born in Florida, and I've been kind of around the southeast. I've lived in North Carolina a little bit, lived in Atlanta for the past, going on 10 years now. Even um, when we find out-of-towners, they're still Florida men. Yeah, in some, men. some form or fashion. Exactly. Daytona <laughs> Beach man, born, or Port Orange, rather, born on bread. Oh, man. Born I bought my Halifax first Halifax Hospital. I bought my first car in Port Orange. I love it there. I, I I would go back there in a heartbeat if I could. If I knew I was set and I could find a job there that I'd enjoy and all this other stuff, I'd go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah. I love Port Orange. Um, I, I love riding my bike. I can't do that here. It's too hilly. Oh yeah, that's the thing that bums me out. I could ride my bike everywhere down there because it's so flat. It's flat, yeah. But here you got so many hills, and you know you're going uphill uh, both ways. It seems, <laughs> and it's like this. This just sucks. How am I, I still swear, going uphill? I thought my dad was lying to me about that. But no shit, there's hills both ways. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he is 100 percent correct. Uh, Atlanta is just you're on a mountain, you just don't realize it. Yeah. Um, 
But so no, we went out to Disneyland uh, first time in California for both of us, and we had a great time. We went to Galaxy's Edge, and I got to almost pilot the Falcon. Almost. Um, and then being almost. a co-pilot ain't did you uh, Did you do like the gunner or the navigator? The yeah, right. I was the gunner. Um, we had two small children as our pilots and bless their hearts. Bless their one hearts. Of them, one of them I don't think could see over the console. The other one had to like stand up to stretch to grab the uh, hyperspace lever. lever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like this is going to be Tell me one. I'm still told you not to get cocky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ah, I'm pretty good at this gunner. Yeah. Hey. Hey, sir, yep. don't get cocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't tell me Don't the get odds. cocky. <laughs> like, it was a great time, though. Galaxy's Edge was awesome. I, I, Man, we just both love Star Wars, so it's like this was, it was perfect and we had a great time. Yeah. That does sound awesome. Yeah, I would I, like to... I did, uh, did not go to Worlds, so... Nah. I actually just realized how stupid my own question was, because, funny story, uh, I have actually not met Andrew in real life that I'm aware of, although I've been to a lot of X-Wing tournaments um, I don't remember. It's possible. I played one of your crew at, uh, well, someone had, someone handed me a Florida Man Plays X-Wing card at, um, at the, at the Atlanta System Open. In okay. May. It was probably, it was, know. it was either us or well, uh, the guys from Tampa were there and they were yeah. handing it, out a bunch of stuff for us. It may have been one of the guys from Tampa. I don't yeah. remember. I think they're, it might have been they, one of them, they, uh, but. they like to help. Yeah. yeah. They're good guys. But, uh, so... I actually, uh, I met Andrew over the, the Reddit because I was going to try to do a solo episode of the podcast, which thankfully for everyone involved, I did not try to do. <laughs> and Andrew's like, hey man, I, I'll totally co-host with you. I was like, oh, this poor guy, he's probably never listened to the podcast. <laughs> you don't know what's coming. <laughs> no, I've listened to a few here and there. All right. I, I, I got to say, the um, the card, getting the card at the uh, system open, I just looked at the art and I just laughed so much. I'm like, I got to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen Steve's <laughs> shoes yet. Steve got a pair of Vans. With oh, that that or not. I, I got That's some, awesome. well, well, yeah, I got these, uh, I got these custom, because you know, Vans has like the customizer where you can go on there and just like, kind of like, kind of make up your own shit. Oh, wow. And okay. um, so I went on there and I was just fooling around with it one day and they had this, this, uh, they're like their classic checkerboard print, but with flamingos on top of it. And oh. I was like, oh man, I gotta get those, like, because we had like, because awesome. we have like the flamingo pattern, like in the logo right. and stuff. So I was yeah, like, no, it's just the Poe Dameron on an airboat is so perfect, and like, yeah, I, yeah, I love it. That one worked out really well. I was, I was really happy about that, just because it was fun. But <laughs> like, it was one of those times where I was like, I had an idea, and we, and we got, we get, we made it happen, and I was, I was very happy awesome. about it. <laughs> but yeah, the airboat thing was, was, uh, was fun. So, um. I don't know. Are we gonna? We could take the break here in a minute, but you know what we didn't do yet. We actually, because usually we talk oh, we about didn't talk about our we beers. Talk about beer sometimes. Yeah, we do talk about beer. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we. Or do. you do? Not we. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you do too. Yeah. I mean, you're on right now. now so you, 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 do, do now. you also talk about your beer you now. now. Uh, so I have an Arches Mexican Empire Vienna Lager. Oh. Which uh, I don't know where this came from exactly. I don't either. We've had it for a while. It's been I've, there was a six I've pack that ended fridge. up in my fridge at some point, and I've been kind of slowly drinking. I them. think Travis actually bought it at Dragon Con. Oh, and okay. forgot it. Yeah, probably. But that's what I got, Joe. What do you got? I read an article this week about a guy that got pulled over for drunken driving. Yes. And he swore up and down that he had not been drinking alcohol. Okay. But they arrested him anyway. Yeah. And then when they got him to the jailhouse, they found out he had not been drinking alcohol. He has a very rare disease where his body actually produces beer in his stomach. Yeah, I've heard of this. Whoa. I, I have too. And I thought to myself, I wonder if I could learn this power. <laughs> is it possible? <laughs> is it possible that I can just, just, just 
produce yeah. my own alcohol. So right now I am drinking. I have in one hand, I have a Little Hugs, which for all our international listeners is an American, as I, as I understand, American only thing where it's a small plastic barrel full of color oh, flavored yes. sugar water. Yes. And in the other hand, I have a yeast roll that I'm eating <laughs> and in an attempt to get them to ferment into my stomach into beers. <laughs> Do you have any barley to eat or something? Yeah. Um, get some hops in you there. Start, you, uh, I'm hopping mad. Yeah. <laughs> you should just start chewing I'm on hopping hops mad like gum. I'm not getting fucked up of these <laughs> hugs and yeast roll. Yeah. You should just start chewing hops like gum, just like carried around and oh just, just, just chewing it like dip or something. It seems like you get like one of those little, um, what, they used to, what was those old snuff boxes? I yeah. bet you could make one of those yeah. like hops and just. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I bet you definitely. could. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, what you drinking, man? So I'm not sure if you guys know this. Atlanta has a lot of craft breweries. Yeah, we I, ha- yeah. I, I drink some of we the have Atlanta brews on the on show. Yeah, uh, uh, is pretty good. I like Scofflaw. Um, uh-huh. Sweetwater has a lot of good beers. Yep, um, Sweetwater, have, home of like a 12 pack with 13 IPAs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> they kidding. do love their IPAs at Sweetwater. <laughs> I hate IPAs. Yeah, so <laughs> we I'm do not too. A big too. Sweetwater fan. Yeah, Should I do too. Carlos um, likes IPAs. Don't Carlos tell is the so, IPA guy, yeah. So instead, I have uh, shirked all of those uh, nice uh, uh, breweries. Instead, I'm drinking the Champagne of Beers. Another high life. Oh, mm. man. The high life. Very lives. nice. Is it in a 40? Please tell me it's in a 40. No, it is in a glass bottle. Ah. <laughs> Just a standard 12-ounce uh, glass bottle. Glass bottle. Yep. Miller High Life. But it's yeah. taller than most, though. It is taller, very, but it's also fluted like a champagne bottle. Yeah. yeah. Is that very the one that's, the, that's like the banquet beer? Is that the other uh, No, Coors is the That's Coors. Yeah, that's Coors. Coors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miller High Life is the champagne of beer. The champagne yep. of beer. That is their yeah. slogan. That is a fi- that's a fish. I always just thought that was like the goofy nickname for it. I know. It's their actual bottle. slogan. Okay. Oh, yeah, I did sure. for a long time until I bought it and like, oh, hey, it's on the bottle. It's on the bottle. Look it's like Pabst Blue Ribbon. You're like, they did. They just call it that. Like, no, no, it won a ribbon. Like, no, they won a ribbon. They won a ribbon. In like 1889, they like won a ribbon. 1853. They haven't shut up about it. No, they still won't shut up about it. Third time I mentioned it this week. Yeah, I believe we mentioned it on the last podcast. Asked about how they won't shut up about their ribbon, but you know Carlos had some fine. award-winning one, but it was not as illustrious. <laughs> yeah, did it win a blue ribbon? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it won a blue ribbon. It won a ribbon somewhere. What a major award! Some sort of award in in England. Some guy tell me what it wins a folio, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I right. think we're gonna take the halfway break. We're gonna check in on. We have special guests. We have uh, special guests. This the, the I don't know if you heard our last episode, Andrew, but we uh, we were we recorded. Uh, we got a bunch of uh, people at Worlds to record Florida Man news segments for us. Fantastic. So uh, last week we had Oliver Pocknell, our, our new world champion, um, was Ooh. reading read read our Florida Man segment segment for us. And uh, was that before got, or after he uh, won? It was after he won. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't sure if you just we got like. Had some insane high, like foresight. Oh there. yeah, crazy foresight. Yeah, no, yeah, I went. Like, I, I went. I know it. Yeah, right. No, I went around on Sunday basically and did all that. Oh, so, awesome. so on Sunday was like the day that I, you know, I was like, it was easy sure. to get people were winding down, not playing. Oh, yeah. They were milling about, so it was easier to grab right. people and get them to do stuff. So, so yeah, actually, uh, so I got so Oliver Pocknell uh, was last week. Uh, we've got more uh names that people people will recognize coming up i haven't decided who i'm using this week yet but you guys will find out here in a, but for in a couple sure, seconds we will continuously name drop people in the x-wing community more famous than us well yeah yes. of course Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Or famous than me at least steve's pretty <laughs> well known uh i mean i don't know you're the guy on carlos's podcast oh i'm the, I'm yeah. the other guy yeah you're the other you're, guy on carlos's you're the podcast. other other guy <laughs> uh no no 
I'm a robot. I have like a soundboard. <laughs> yes. The Reverend soundboard. I'm a very advanced soundboard. Here's the board. voice actor we hire. He hires beforehand to record all the lines. He writes yeah. it down, records it. Yeah, them. yeah. I just I don't deliver him as well. I need I need uh, yeah. better delivery. Need someone else. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, to the Florida News Desk. We'll be back. Hi, this is Chris Allen, and this week in Florida... Florida man arrested for throwing cookie at girlfriend. Noteworthy. Very nice face tattoo. He's got like a butterfly? I think he's a but- No, panic! I broke the phone! Alright, we're good. A man who lives in Florida was taken to jail for allegedly, allegedly, throwing a hard cookie at his girlfriend. The police were called to the couple's home about 30 miles from Tampa. The woman has yet to be identified and told the police that her boyfriend, 40-year-old Wade, suspect, Smith, threw a hard cookie that hit her in the head, leaving a red mark on her forehead. The boyfriend, Wade Smith, admitted to the incident and was promptly taken. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. And we are now going to talk about a topic that Joe has come up with. Uh-huh. And I'm going to let him introduce it. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So one thing I wanted to talk about is something that I think about from time to time. Not all the time because it's not strategically relevant. Strategically. So it's one of those like meta things that's just a part of being an X-Wing or being a being a gamer in general, being yeah. an FFG gamer, being a Star Wars gamer. Yeah. One of my friends that I play Destiny with, he's got, he claims he's got four kids, but I think it used to be five, so I think he might have lost one. I told him to check behind the couch. <laughs> but, you know, because he's a grown man with, with responsibilities and, and things like that, he is selling off his collection of promos and stuff that he's got for that game. That yeah. game's got a lot of promos. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's so does X Wing. I mean, there's, there's yeah. play mats. There's tokens. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of the spot gloss characters and stuff. Yeah, and it got me thinking about that. That sort of there's kind of a confluence between like economics and morality and how you feel about sportsmanship. That kind of goes with some of the prize support for for both Destiny and X Wing and every FFG mm-hmm. game and a lot of other collectible type games yeah i think there's a lot of different ways you can approach it so i want to be kind of general this one maybe we'll have a better topic later i've spent more time thinking about it and what have you but i don't win very often anyway so it's not a big problem for me but i think i've sold maybe two of the things i've ever won Mm -hmm. playing x-wing or destiny or what have you and only because I also don't like the internet, which is where most of this comes from. That's where a lot, of, a lot of it comes from yeah, for you, I think. That's, <laughs> I would have to go on the internet, and I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, buy yeah. or to sell. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, have you ever bought or sold X-Wing prizes? I have now, sold is that, them. Wait, for starters, is it legal to do so? Yeah. Okay, good, good. It's always going to be a very <laughs> short conversation. It's like, have you ever done this? No, I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. The fifth, change, you change, the topic, change the topic. Yeah, change, change the topic. topic. Next topic. Um, I have sold stuff for sure, yeah. I've never I've never actually purchased anything um, X-Wing prize support related. I've purchased some third-party stuff, but it wasn't like prize support. It was like I, I got like some of my, like I have like a token holder that I, that I use and, and uh Stuff like that, but that was those third-party um, things, not not. And, uh, and that's safe support. to assume that you bought that from like a company that does that, like on Etsy or something. Yeah, right? yeah, I bought that from like yeah an Etsy thing. Yeah. So that wasn't like a second-hand. Someone had it and they were selling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. No. Andrew, have you ever bought or sold tournament prizes? Uh, Joe, yes, I have. Hmm. So I um, I have not sold any tournament prizes. The things uh, I've sold have just been conversion kit parts for the most part. Um, and extra ships I had. Uh-huh. Um, but I have bought uh, 
the, the tournament prize I've bought has been the um, the red the red squadron maneuver templates that they were giving away are they given away they were um they worlds yeah the prizes not, not oh worlds, no the maneuver for, templates um, the, uh, the maneuver templates system like the system opened yeah yeah um I, I think I'm looking them. at a set of those aren't I Steve uh, that is my set right there yes. ah. so my reasoning behind this um, and we can get in like the morality of this but I, I want to say why I bought these first so um, I, I'm a rebel player first and foremost it's my favorite faction I love it. Uh, the rebel logo is on my wedding ring. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, really? That's cool. Yes. <clears throat> and um, if you're a big rebel fan, that is a really badass template set. Yeah, I they mean, really Wedge is like again. I loved Rogue Squadron too. Wedge and Tilly's main character of that game. I, yeah. I grew up loving that character. He's my favorite Star Wars character. Yep. Um, were you least, were you were an X Wing? Did you read the X Wing books? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Michael this, Stackpole. He was a Dragon Con this year. Oh, I, I, I trust me. I've met Mr. Stackpole a few different times. I've got. Uh, I've met Timothy Zahn. I've met Timothy Zahn a number of times. <sighs> I've got. Um, awesome. I've got a, a, a cop, a hardcover copy of I Jedi autographed by Michael Stackpole. That's awesome. Um, I loved the X Wing series. I fell off around when um, I can't remember the person who took it over after he left was. I can't remember his name. Um. um oh, was it Aaron. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, Aaron something. Yeah. Alistair? Alistair? He, he something like that. Aaron Alston. Aaron Alston. I think that was it. Anyways. Let me double, I'm sorry, let me double check this. No, yeah. no you're fine. Yeah, I'll, you're I'll right. You're absolutely right. It's Aaron Alston. Yeah. Um, Steve's read quite a few Star Wars books. I've <laughs> read a lot um, of Star Wars books. That, that's when it switched to, from Rogue Squadron to Wraith Squadron anyways, so that's kind of yeah. my natural jumping off point. Uh-huh. Um, but I digress. So, so I loved... <laughs> we do that here. Uh, I, I love, like, especially, you know, Wedge and Red Squadron and everything. I mean, that first movie battle we have, and it's so iconic. Yeah. Um, go, going into the system open about, like, a few weeks before, I started to get really stressed out um, because I really wanted these templates because, again, oh, yeah. I, I adored them. Yeah. Um, to the point of, like, I was trying to practice too much, and just it, it became, instead of looking forward to it, I was dreading it because I'm like, I feel like I have to do well enough to get these to templates. To get those templates, really yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is just ridiculous. I mean, it's a game. I mean, I, I shouldn't be, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this way about a fun event I'm going to go to. Yeah. Um, so what I ended up doing, and I, you know, my wife was like, why don't you just see if someone's selling them? I mean, just buy them instead. That way you can have fun. Yeah. Um, so I ended up doing that. Um, and because of that, though, I, I have to say I haven't taken them outside my house. <laughs> okay. So I've, I've only used them, like, at my kitchen table with friends at my uh-huh. house because... I will say I am a little like I don't want to say ashamed, but I'm like a little embarrassed that I I bought them and didn't earn them. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that I, I would want people to feel shame about it. No. But it, you you brought a really good point there though when you talked about how you didn't you were getting too nervous about not getting them because we went right. to we went to Gen Con one year. And it was a it was a debacle of a trip anyway. There's an entire episode about it because it really was just a. It, yeah. it was great in some ways. It was a Charlie Foxtrot and others. Yeah. But I remember the next year. I didn't go because I sat at the bar next to my friend Travis, who told me that you know there was no way that you were gonna get the kind of prize support that you would need to flip to kind of fund this trip. Which I kept telling him he was wrong about, and he didn't he didn't believe me. Well, he didn't believe you, but then he went, and he went and he did yeah. Destiny demos. Well, he learned was... how to play the game Destiny probably eight to ten times the first day he got to Gen Con, and then immediately oh, went really? on the internet and made 
several hundred dollars. Well, selling yeah. These so, promos. so the so huh. Destiny was pre it wasn't pre released, but it, it was demoed at, at Gen Con a few months okay. before the game actually came out, and uh, it was like the first time the game like they had announced it that it was coming, and then they kind of and then the first time anybody really got to see it or touch it at all was at this particular Gen Con in 2016, okay. and uh, so they were doing demos, and if you played the demo, you got a promo card, either a Ray or a Kylo from the original you know from the original uh, core set. So um, basically, you just go through and get in line and play and play. You know, just do like a little 10, 15 minute demo game and get a Ray and get a Kylo and get a Ray and get a Kylo. And just like, like, so people, people were doing that. But basically, those, those, they were selling for like 100 bucks a piece. Now, are on, these only available through this event or could you only get them? at Gen Con? Yeah, they're, okay. they're Gen Con only Got it. promo cards. Got it. Which there's a market for that stuff, anyways. Like there's a lot right. of different games and a lot of stuff from Gen Con that's like these promo cards yeah, that come out of Gen Con. Promos, yeah. yeah. It's not unique to, to FFG games. No, no, or or no, anything. no. God, no. But it was funny because I because he sat there and he kind of described to me how well I would have to play and how well I would have to do in any of the tournaments to get anything worth flipping for you know enough money to pay for the hotel or the the plane right. ticket or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Enough to get an ROI to make it worth going. So I didn't go that year, but like everybody else did, and ended up. Well, making... me and him went. Corey went too. Corey right? was there, but he didn't play any X Wing stuff, or he but wasn't he, playing. But he got some promos for. Uh, he didn't. That was for. That was for us. Like right. <laughs> yeah. But, but they went and actually managed to like make money on the trip. But I stayed home and did not, and like sulked the whole time I was home, being like I should have <clears> really gone. Yeah. So it's weird you bring up the idea of like you would just not go to a tournament because it might be too expensive to go to it if you can't. You know, sure. reasonably recoup some of your costs. Right. Yeah. Uh, let me let me put it this. So I, I don't go to I won't go I don't go to any tournament for the um for the prizes. So like I, I'm not going like gunning for any one specific prize or right. or I don't sure. care. Like I don't I'm not gonna go or not go based on how much money it costs and how much money I think I like it's to me it's not an economics game. It's a I'm going to play and have fun and play the game. Right, of course. And the prizes for me are, I'll sell some of them. I keep a lot of them. Um, I sell, I generally sell duplicates. So yeah. like stuff that I've gotten multiples of, I'll sell. Um, or stuff that I just don't care that much about for whatever reason. Right. Um, so or like like templates at this point. Like, you know, I've got my, my, uh, my Rebel system open templates that I mm -hmm. got at the Atlanta system open and uh, you know, any other templates. I, I mean, I've got like six of the hyperspace trial template sets that I've, sure. that, and as I've sold a couple sets of those, you know, like, I, right. so unless I get a better set of templates that I'd rather keep, I'll probably sell every templates that I get from here on out. It was so funny too. Cause I went to that same one. I didn't play X-Men. I played Destiny. I played T-Forge. Yeah. Like, at that event, I bought a set of the, uh, not bought, but I mean, used my prize tickets or whatever mm -hmm. to get a set of the Keyforge keys, which I'll probably keep forever because you know, Every game you sit down to play of that game, you need your three you use keys, the keys, right? Yeah. You're going to yes. use them all the time. I got several of the Destiny spot glasses. And this is another thing that's interesting about that, but I'll, I'll swing back around to that one. I actually unloaded the uh, the Destiny ones because, you know, how often am I going to build a deck with that character? And if I don't, then sure. they're sitting in a binder and never being looked at or used or whatever. Yeah. You know, to me, I'm not a big collector anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's funny mm -hmm. now that I think about it. One other thing that I think is strange about that is the... The characters I got spot glosses for were my favorite characters personally. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I got stuck with them and couldn't unload them, you know. You'd want them right. anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'd want them because they're people that I liked. But it was funny. If you'd have done it right, you would have gotten the characters other people like. 
because they sold they for sell about better, twice yeah. as much as yeah, the ones yeah. I like. Well, that's like that one time, that one, the MomoCon we went to a few years ago when we went for Destiny. And I don't play Destiny a whole lot, but I was, but I played and got tickets and bought stuff. And I specifically got, I think, the Obi Wan spot glass because that was the one that was selling the best on eBay because I wasn't going to keep it. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to sell this thing anyway. So sure. I just, you know. But it's it's a weird <clears throat> secondary economy where like it was the same number of tickets to get one or the other there. Yeah. But like people were buying the other one for more because it's a sure. a good card and people like it. Mm-hmm. Instead, I was like, I want a DJ one. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like, like, you know, that's like a that's a 75 cent legendary. I'm like, forget you, yeah. man. <laughs> but I want it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I wanted it. I mean, somebody ended up taking it off of my hands, but like not for sure. nearly mm-hmm. as much as something I could have gotten for the same number of tickets. Yeah, well, but that's the interesting thing now is because there's some stuff where you just get it, like, like the templates in this case that we discussed. Um, that's just you get for doing well. But there's other stuff that you can get from the prize wall. Um, yeah, and I think there's something I, I don't want to say different about. It. I don't want to mean I don't mean to say different. When I say different. I don't I don't mean bad like worse when I say different. I just mean it's different. Um, yeah. Between getting something that you don't want, like the templates where you just got it for doing well and you're going to sell those, then going out of your way to pick something on the prize wall to sell. Yeah. Because that's, that's yeah. different, right? Because like <clears throat> what I, you know, when, when I was uh, from the system open, I picked out what I wanted from the prize wall. I didn't pick out anything that I was going to like, okay, I'll get two of these, you know, frosted arts so I can sell them later. It was like, mm-hmm. no, I want this one and I want to get that as well. So I got like, I got Nora Wexley and I got some acrylic, uh, what was it, lock tokens or something like that. I can't remember what they were now. Oh yeah, yeah. Those the the lock token. They look like the stay on target. Um, yeah, oh, I like yes, those yes, things. Yes, cool. Yeah. Yes. So I got some of those, and I got a, a frosted Norwexley art. Uh huh. Um, because that's what I wanted. Yeah. I, I didn't like. I didn't get anything with the idea that I was going to sell it. So you know that, that that creates a really an interesting dynamic. There is you know now instead of just selling what you had excess of, or what you got without choice, is now that you're like, okay, what can I make the most money off of? Um, yeah, I and don't this. Think I don't think that's not valid though, especially when oh, you talk yeah. about making your money back for a trip because these trips mm-hmm. are expensive. Yeah, I mean, there's there's two very different ways to attack the prize wall. Like you said, there's there's the the stuff I want to buy and the stuff I think other people are gonna buy. Yeah, right. kind of way of attacking it and like what you're gonna get. And I think sometimes it's a bit of a fifty fifty depending on the person. Like, I mean, I got some good stuff off the um, I got the uh, what I, I got the Plo Koon templates from off the world's prize wall. Um, which is a really cool template set. I'm probably gonna sell it. I'm. I don't know that like, cause I, cause I, cause I would. I still like. I like my rebel ones better. Yeah. And sure. I want them. So that's also the other part of it. Is, yeah. You know, like my my entire tournament kit is just like a is all that's it's all stuff I've won at tournaments. So. And my entire tournament kit is stuff that Steve has won yeah. off of things. <laughs> um. So because I attempted to use one prize that I won, I want some dice in the you want, hyperspace. You want dice in the Miami hyperspace. In the trial. Miami hyperspace this year, and then I brought them to the hyperspace trial in Orlando. Yes, a month or two back, and they're fucking awful. The attack dice were really. They bad, are right? like <laughs> they are gonna start folk songs about how terrible these dice yeah, are. Like, yeah, they're just god awful. Like I've never sold any dice. I, I, I I'm sorry. I did sell one set of the black the, this year's hyperspace trial dice because I had like four or five of them but I mean, some of it is those redundancy. are selling pretty well right now too yeah yeah they're selling well they're selling fast like the pricing on them is way lower than like regional dice used to be like sure. regional dice used to sell for like a minimum like and they still do like the old regional dice will still sell for like 120 or higher for a set um but yeah the hyperspace trial dice 
from this year went way down, especially when see the season two kit came out and they didn't change them. Yeah, it was the same set again. Like <laughs> that, that was a, a special, and they were just everywhere. Plus, they made them top sixteen instead of top eight, so they were just all over the place. But it's some of it is redundancy too. It's like I some of the only things I've sold from Destiny, I've sold some of the uh, the spot class cards I talked about, just because you don't use them all the time. Yeah, but I've also sold like a couple of my mats only because from playing in various tournaments over the years, I have maybe a couple of dozen mats. Uh-huh. And I actually don't use a mat when I play Destiny anyway, let alone more than one. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I had one that was my favorite <laughs> character, I would never have to use any of the one, other ones. One of the interesting things about Destiny to me, or about card games versus like X-Wing to me yeah. is like from a prize perspective, mats are a thing in card yeah. games and Destiny and other card games. They are not a thing in X-Wing. They have them at the system opens and right. you, you, can, you can get them. But like yep. from a prize perspective, they're hardly ever given out. And, um, but yeah, I, I collect, I, I do, I actually collect the mats, but the, a lot of that is because I'm a TO. So I, I do a lot of tournaments. Yeah. yeah I need, so I have five mats in my trunk when I go to a tournament. So like I can, I can run a 10 man tournament by myself without anybody bringing mats with them. It's like, <laughs> like this yeah. just when I go to tournaments, it's everywhere I go. Yeah. You know, go to store work. I just you never know show up in the middle of church. Dude, you just I just, need to bust I, out I just leave it in ready. my trunk all the time. You never know, man. You never know when you need it. Shit comes up. <laughs> so yeah I, but i do always think that it's interesting how like the mats are such a big deal in in destiny and there's so many of them and all the different what's cool especially hard is i don't know if you've come across this in any of the because they do do they do like spot gloss like pilots and ships and stuff actually right they they did during the or system like acrylic ones they did like acry- the acrylic spot gloss ones in the system opens. some of the ones i've won in they destiny, had some of them at the world's wall too but they were the same ones some of the ones i've won in destiny i legitimately hate that card and or character yeah like it was last year or the year before, like the one of the card I hate most hated most in the game at the time was four speed. And like they kept oh, giving yeah. me four speed promos. I have yeah. like I have fifteen of them, I think, and I, oh, I A don't have a die to go with any of them, so I can never <laughs> play it even if I wanted to. Yeah. And B, I hate that card. Yeah. Like people kept, I kept getting them and literally just handing them out to whoever was closest to me at the time got my like, copy. You get a four speed and you get a four speed. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Everyone gets yeah. a four speed. I don't want this thing. It's like, A, I'm going to go to more of these tournaments and get more of them. And B, I hate this card. Yeah. And they're like, here's your mother Talls. And I'm like, throw it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Walk yeah. out. Now, one of the funny things is like, so like, like I said, my tournament kit is just all prize stuff I've won over the years. One of the things I've never won at a tournament before and is uh, target locks. So, mm-hmm. I, so, that's, so that's the only cardboard I have in my... And my oh, tournament gee. kit is is uh, my token kit is is the, is the target locks because there's so many um, there's so few tournaments that have, that ever I, like I think I only ever went to one tournament where target locks were even a thing and that was the <laughs> Which is weird because actually does some of the weird tokens too don't they are yeah, they like yeah. proximity mine tokens I, and yeah there's all kinds of weird ones and I, I don't and like, wrongly sized seismic charges yeah well the yeah, thing is for a long <laughs> there was one. there was like two sets of target locks that they did really early in the game before I started playing so like. There's a really rare set that I believe was given out at Gen Con 2012 when they debuted the game. Okay. So like at the at the inaugural tournament, Gen Con tournament, where there was like 20 players, there was some target lock tokens that they gave out at that. Those are like the super rare ones. And then they had another set that was in like a game night kit in like 2013 before I started playing. And then they didn't do target locks for years. They, there, was, there was no target lock... Uh, tokens as prize support until I believe Adepticon 2016, and okay. that was the one tournament I went to. That and they, but they were like top 32 or something like that. I don't know whatever it was. They were kind of high up there, 
and uh, I didn't get that high, so I didn't get the so I didn't get the target locks. So, but that's and then they did them. They've done them a few other places. They did them at Worlds after that Adepticon. They did them at Worlds for a few years in a row, and I didn't go to Worlds. And would you consider buying target lock tokens? No, I still use the Carbo ones. Andrew, would you? Probably. Yeah. I mean, here here's my thing. If there's something I'm going to use, I would consider buying it. Like if it's something I think is looks really cool, and I'm going to use yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that, that's the same for like alt arts for whatever like you know if if i got an alt art or if i saw a listing for an alt art scum boba fett i'm like well i don't i don't play scum i, I won't ever need this i don't want to get it yeah um but if i saw one for like you know rebel chewbacca i'm like oh well i might play this so i might get it um so i mean that's that's the thing with me like it i'm not a collector like you said um, but the things I buy, I, I want to be practical. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the same way. It's like, I like practical prizes. Like, give me something I can use. Yeah. Right. And I think it's completely fair, too. Again, if it's something you're not going to use, by all means, sell it to someone who will. Yeah. Um, and I think that's fine, too, if you want to buy them that way. If it's like, okay, I don't need a set of these or I already have a set of these, maybe someone, you know, if someone else is going to get more enjoyment out of them, by all means, sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it'll, the money will give you more enjoyment than having two sets and it'll give someone else happiness. Yeah, that's true. Um, a lot I, of I think this... right now, like like I said, my my biggest issue with it is just fear of being like questioned about it. But I kind of just think I need to get over it and be like, yeah, I don't even worry know, about it. I was gonna say it's a matter. pretty casual game. I mean, people won't care. Yeah, um, people will understand. But at the same again, it just comes down to, you know, with this game and any game. I mean, you should be playing to have fun, and if this item is going to you know, increase your, uh, I don't want to say increase your fun, but if it's going to make it more enjoyable for you, um, or just, you know, every time you use a target lock, you're like, oh, I feel cool now that I have this cool mm-hmm. acrylic one, you know, by all means, get it. Like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <clears throat> well, well, part of it for me is that they, uh, at some point in 1.0, I can't remember what ship it came with, but they came out with the uh, the SS target locks, which are my initials. Yes. So oh, I've yeah. so I use the so I've been using the SS cardboard target locks ever since sure. they came out and, I, and so it's like a tradition for me at this point to use sure. those so um, so enough. I kind of I like sticking with those but was it your was it your Travis that kept giving me the uh, the four of them for my list or this the uh, the C U K and F. Uh, <laughs> that was that sounds I, like I a Travis. That sounds like a Travis. I don't think I would have put like that much said, spot into it. I like how you it. said it out of order. Yeah, yeah. I know. There's a. It, I did it like the SNL sketch, which is <laughs> hysteric. Was it uh, Jingleheimer Junction or whatever? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one was a great one, classic. Yeah. But um, like every time, it must be Travis because he likes to give me weird ones too. Like here's the double D's one. I'm like, thanks, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the one that Travis, says GG. Yeah, G-G. I think Travis likes to do that. I don't yeah, pay attention awesome. that much. Um, that's awesome. I no, my, it's, it's only half awesome because he'll do that. He'll pay attention to those little details. Like, hey, do I get do I get any focus tokens or pegs for any of these? He's like, no. Do I have, off, do I have a damage deck? No. Damn it, man. <laughs> no, no damage deck. Oh, I swear I'm just going to buy my own damage deck one of these days. Yeah. Off of eBay's. I mean, uh, I'm really not. You know, we all know I'm I not. think I have an extra one. I can just. Give to you. you know, I, do have, I have one that I want as a prize. Oh, they, oh, they have those new ones that you can buy. The faction ones. The I'm faction really specific those. ones now. Well, I got. Really well, I got that one yeah. faction one from the Miami one, but like, you can see that's not the a card le- stock. That's not a legit deck. I, I wouldn't yeah. use that at a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Figures the one time I win some stuff, it's like <laughs> yeah, like stuff. Yeah, yeah. I gave <laughs> that away to like. I actually gave that deck to somebody who I ran into. I think I was when I was to in the 
campaign against cancer tournament this guy and his kid came in and they were just like oh what's this game and i was like explaining it to oh, him yeah. and stuff and he's like he's like oh man like i want, want to try this out and blah, blah 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 and um he said he wanted to buy like an x-wing or like something like that and i was telling him about how you know buy the core set it's got all the stuff in it blah blah Sure. And I was like, uh, but he wanted to do like something like really weird, like just like really small, like kitchen table thing, like buy like two ships and just like fly go at it or whatever. Yeah, like something. Like, yeah. So I like, I'm like, I literally pulled that damage deck out of my backpack. I'm like, here, take this. You can, oh. fu- you can fuck around with it and like, you That's know, nice. makes it, make something work. I actually sure. found that damage deck in my suit pocket. Like when I, oh yeah, <laughs> I actually, uh, I performed a wedding ceremony the other day and oh, I had to no. wear my suit and I like found that in my pocket. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's your X-Wing suit, man. Yeah. yeah. That's the and last time you, you wore it. Was it was, it was the last time I wore it. Apparently I didn't wash the jacket pilot And he's like, I don't, I don't know what yeah. to do with this. <laughs> Give him a panic. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what to do with this, but I'm, I'm not. It's like, I don't take a stress like token. Believe me, it won't be the last. But. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think uh, you know it's it's always interesting because everybody's a little different about about their their kits and their prize. Some people love getting just the third party stuff, and that's what they love to use because um, you can get some really cool shit. Like obviously from like oh, Crowbar yeah, Creative and whoever else, they have great third party stuff, and it yeah, also makes great third party uh, maneuver templates. Out there. Yeah, yeah, you can get really cool stuff. You can get exactly what you want and get customized. Blah blah blah. Like that stuff's fantastic. And if you don't care about like that also makes it easier because then you can just sell whatever you get if you, you yeah. know if you already have like a complete set so you know you can do it different ways i know my set's just a mishmash of old prizes so i've got some weird shit in there like i've got the first shield tokens from like the 23 from like a 2013 kit i've got the 2014 regional um evade tokens in yeah. there i mean i guess so. nobody makes them buy them but i know a lot of this stuff that friends of mine have sold have gone internationally to people that live in areas. Yeah. Where oh yeah, they yeah. can't do that. Absolutely. It's like, it's like on the one hand, I feel like you're doing them a favor because they can't possibly get the stuff any other way. Yep. But then I look at the yeah. prices they have to pay for these things, and I feel like, man. Yeah. I feel like you're getting right. Ra- yeah. It's I mean, nobody ra- made them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, I mean, plus you got to pay to ship it, and then also maybe the sh- import it. The shipping. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot. Like yeah. for some of the stuff, and yeah. some of these people, a lot of people that buy the stuff on eBay are just straight up collectors too. Like they're just people yep, who like true. collecting stuff, like whether or not they even play that much. You know, they just and they they for whatever reason just like to collect game components. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. So you know, some people are wired that way. Some people aren't. So. Yeah. I guess bring it back around to my friend who is selling off some of his stuff and not leaving the game. He's still staying in the game, but he's selling off some stuff. It's yeah. Like, man, some of the things that he's got is his collection. And he tells me what he's paid for some of these things. Like, Ooh. I have to physically restrain myself from like rolling my eyes and be like, man, what are you <laughs> doing, dude? It's like <laughs> six hours right of overtime right for this thing you're never going to use. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing, though. If he's selling it off now, it's like, it just comes back to like, you know, buy what you're going to use and if you're not going to use it and you don't really care about collecting it, you know, yeah. why bother? Yep. Yeah. So. Why let it sit? Yeah, exactly. Why let it sit and collect dust and instead give it to someone who might use it or, you know, just clear the clutter from your home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just, I think it's an interesting part of the, the subculture, just these, the prizes and having to win and earn stuff. And, yeah. you know, for the fourth time I'll mention Mage Knight this episode, but like <laughs> back in the day in Mage Knight, when they gave you LE figures, LE figures, they had different stats. Mm-hmm. Like they were yeah. unique and distinct from from the figures that were available in sets, and they were yeah. tournament legal. Yeah, and some of them were quite good and yeah. desirable for that. And yeah. in some ways, that was like the coolest prize you could like, get. That's really cool, but at the same time, it's also super broken from for, from a like a game it, it, perspective. It, it, it it's such a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like 
that was an even longer and more nuanced discussion probably, but I mean, it was pretty cool to have a couple of things that just nobody else played against yeah. just couldn't get because they weren't around. <laughs> yeah, they didn't come out. Uh, they didn't come out every Friday it's night. Like net, li- net net deck this shit, motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you could. You just you have to go to eBay first and yeah, then go to your spend two hundred bucks and <laughs> yeah. so you can play with Tracker the Invincible Noel. <laughs> Believe me, he was a legend. <laughs> he I am was. very glad that. They have not done that yet, FFG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they like, will. That's 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 just an uproar. I was surprised happen. they did the. Uh, did they do like the special, the special paint jobs? Yeah, for Plo, and uh, they did the Plo paint job, which was a prize. That was, well, that was, the, was the the vulture or something, wasn't there? Yeah, the, the vulture. vulture was an, just, that was just an exclusive. The vulture was it, an exclusive for Adepticon that you could buy. Okay. Yeah. So anybody could it buy was, that. There was the Vader one for Legion too, right? It was different. Uh, Vader uh, for Legion was for um, that was at Celebration, that was Gen Con, right? Celebration. Oh, no, celebration. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, a purchase, right? No, that was just a giveaway at the FFG oh. tent. It was like I want to say it was like they had like 500 of them apparently, and they were just handing them out. Apparently, it caused a total clusterfuck. Um, there was a there was like a ton of people there, like way more people trying to get those than they expected. Hmm. Uh, but it's like cel- it's what people do at celebration. Apparently, never heard of nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Mar- oh, Marcus got one who was you know was on the oh. podcast. So he, I know he got I know hmm. he got one while he was at celebration, but. Hmm. Um, yeah, they did that. Uh, the one that the Plo Koon at Worlds was the participation prize for being for in for the main Worlds tournament, not for the LCQ. Yes. So I had to play in. I basically my play in to the my prize for prize for playing for was playing Plo. into the LCQ was getting a Plo Koon ship. <laughs> a lot of peas. Yeah, pa 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 pa. Alliteration. Can I, can I say something that frustrates me about the Plo Koon? Go ahead. Really quick. Yeah. Why is the Galactic Republic decal not on it? I have no idea. Because that's like, yeah, the little like you know the white and the semi empire logo. Yeah. Why is yep. why is that not on it? I I don't know. Because that's like the biggest issue with the repaints. Because yeah. I, I repainted one of my Delta Sevens to be Plo Koon because I mean that's you know the most iconic paint job for that. Yeah, ship it's that a great paint. Wants. Yeah, it's a yeah, great it's paint great. job. Is that the um, one that looks like E Honda? It's the yeah the blue stripes. Yeah, yeah, blue and white, blue yeah. and white stripes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like the problem with it is I couldn't you know I couldn't easily get that decal covered and not painted over it so i just yeah. painted over it yeah but now i'm like well why isn't the why doesn't the official one have that decal it just seems like <laughs> such a missed opportunity right i just looked at it first i'm like what why is it missing this well, it seems worse it was, than the one it was most. kind of funny i saw a post on somewhere on facebook it might have been yeah. on the fly better page or something i don't know but it was somebody basically like posting like an ebay link that's like mm-hmm. this is a fake plo Koon that world the, ship that was on the subreddit yeah yeah, yeah. It was like, it's like don't don't buy this this you know this is a fake uh yeah. plo Koon world because and they're like pointing out why but the reason why it was is because like look at the canopy it has more detail in it than the <laughs> <laughs> and ffg yeah, is like uh, yeah. you really think we're quality controlling them this much yeah mm-hmm. yeah for for as good as some of these ffg models are at the same time it's like well if you really want this ship I wouldn't pay the world's price. I'd just find someone to repaint it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, that's again, that comes yeah. down to a collector's thing. Like, if you're is, if you're yeah. really a, a collector of official product, that's right. why you that, would buy that's that. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like honestly, if you're just a dude that likes Plo Koon, I would just I would just pay somebody fifty yeah. bucks to to make yeah, to mean, paint you a Plo Koon you ship. Know. Yeah, and um, that probably would even include the charge to buy the ship. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So like fifty bucks. Yeah, those nice. yeah those Jedi are pretty cheap and easy to. To yeah. paint, they're tiny. Yeah. So yeah, I think oh, yeah. about like a half, three quarters of an inch long. Yeah, yeah I think about very 10 minutes. small. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have, especially if you have an airbrush. Yeah. Go oh, yeah. If you have an airbrush, you do it in a, a day. 
Yeah, airbrush, you can do it in like half an hour. Yeah, do some quick taping and you're good to go. You're done. Yeah. 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 So next week, available on the Florida Man podcast. Uh, <laughs> Ghetto ass repainted uh, miniatures. Yeah, right. No, I, I know. I, I am not a painter. So yeah, that's not, it's not, let the happen. kids do it. We already talked about this. We did talk they about love this. love the paint. Yes. That'd be yeah, awesome. They, they, they did get into paint, model painting the other day. Model painting is great. It's, it's very relaxing for me. I, yeah. I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah. I've always kind of wanted to. I've just never done it. Maybe I, I like painting one miniature, but then like when you have to complete the job by doing multiple ones at a squadron, that's when it yeah. loses me. I'll just do one at a time. Just yeah. do one at a time. That's the way to do it. See, my, my thing is like not painting has always been my excuse for not having for not playing things like 40k. Yeah. I'm like, I don't fair. have to play 40k. I don't paint. <laughs> that's fair. Here's um, the thing though. If if you want to get into painting, like just go to the dollar store, buy like a thing of uh like RC car or like not RC cars, just like little matchbox cars or like army men or something, and just practice on those. Yeah, because you can get like you know a hundred for two dollars. Well, I've, I've actually got pretty much the entire set, like pretty much. Every, I think I have almost everything they made for Imperial Assault. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. I can paint all that crap up now. Yeah, I mean so. that, that game always seemed like I don't know. It seemed like that game got the short. It the the problem like and I I I've mentioned this before but the I think the problem with that game is that it was it was designed as a campaign game and then they threw the yeah. skirmish in on top yeah. it was an afterthought and there was a lot of there was a lot of like intrinsic issues with it as a tournament format yeah that they never really fixed properly um, it, it definitely seems like that game walked so that Legion could run pretty much yeah. Like, Legion definitely seems like the better successor to it, but I, I just feel bad because I'm like, man, that game always looked really interesting, but it just seems so hard to get into, especially comparatively. Yeah, I, I would say the campaign. It's I love the campaign on that game. I, I if anybody sure. anybody wants to come like come over and play a campaign of Imperial Assault, I will. I'm totally down to do that because the <laughs> campaign for that game is super fun. Um, it is actually. I, I just think that the that the competitive. From a competitive standpoint, tournament play standpoint, it had a lot of issues, and that's why I think it um, it just had trouble. Had trouble. I think they kept on. waiting for everybody to get fed up with the the issues it had and stop playing, and then when people didn't, they were a little confused. They didn't know what to do then. <laughs> uh, and then they kind of. I think that's like that's legitimately. How I think it was. They're, they're like, this yeah. game's gonna die. People are gonna stop trying to play it competitively, and we'll just you know, we'll move on. And then people Quietly are like, kill no, it, man, we, we yeah. still want to play. Well, I just remember like when the game first came out uh, for the skirmish, like there was some massive errata that they had to do early on, like like the way that they like the like the best list in the game that was just being played, like like they just expected they didn't expect anybody to play it because it required you to buy multiple core sets, mm-hmm. which was the uh, like the Imperial Royal Guards and and uh, and some other stuff in the in the uh, officers. So it was like four guards, four officers. And I think you had to buy. I can't. I can't remember if it was actually four core sets or what it was. It was something stupid. You had to buy more than one core set to to play it. I just sure. I still. And I, the core set for that game cost a hundred dollars. My working oh gosh, theory yeah. is still going to be that they really just didn't think anybody actually really wanted to play this competitively. Yeah. They kept being perpetually surprised that people not only did to begin with, but continued to do so. Yeah. But like yeah. I. I mean, if you guys want to do it, I guess we'll make well, something. Because it was up. a really fun game. Like I, the game yeah. itself was really fun. I enjoyed playing the game. I just there was certain there was. There was parts of it that I felt were so broken from a competitive standpoint that it made it not fun to play competitively. I would still go to tournaments because I enjoyed playing the game, but I never had any expectation to do particularly well. I just like riding in cars. Yeah, I know. You just like to hop in the car and go wherever we're going. You better believe it. Yeah. Except for Chick-fil-A. I don't want to go to Chick-fil-A. 
Well, but if we're heading south, you know Travis is going to make a stop. If we're heading north, you're going to make me stop. Or west. You guys love using Chick-fil-A. Well, Travis does. <laughs> Listen, Chick-fil-A is incredibly consistent. They are. It, yes. That's, you know, that's why you go to Chick-fil-A. No, Travis. Particularly Tra- great. It's just, no matter which Chick-fil-A you go it's to, the same. you're going to yeah. get the same food. Travis stops for one reason and one reason only, and that's to get his blessing. Yes. <laughs> if they tell me I have a blessed day, apparently he thinks it makes him better at the game. Yeah. He, uh, he, if have a blessed day. Yeah, because uh, awesome. you get, yeah, you have two different, you get two different things from the cashiers in Chick-fil-A. Yep. You either get just like, hi, how's it going? Have a nice day kind of thing. Right. Or you get the have a blessed day. Yep. And uh, he, he always feels like if he, if he gets the have a blessed day on his way out of the Chick-fil-A uh, on the way, when we're on our way to a tournament, that's that he's going to win that day. Oh, that's funny. So, so, how so many, we always. How many non-southeastern like listeners do you have who have no idea what Chick Fil A is? Oh, probably a fair number. I mean, <laughs> we have. <laughs> we, I, I found out at Worlds that we have listeners in like Iceland and Australia and wow. shit. So, um, so that was God bless them. A word they might be mispronouncing my name. <laughs> 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 that would that blew my mind. Yeah, I felt so. I felt so loved. <laughs> that's funny. It makes me feel better for mispronouncing their name. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fine. We so, all mispronounce uh, things. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, no, no, Chick-fil-A, the only reason you stop on a road trip is it's just so consistent that you yeah. know what you're getting. Yeah. Well, we have the same one we always stop in in Palm Coast on the way down oh, to or, or nice. Orlando. So anytime nice. we go to an Orlando t- tournament or anything south of here, yeah. we always stop at the same Palm Coast Chick-fil-A. Um, especially if Travis is in the car because he has to, sure. that's where he gets, he gets his, get his blessing. That's where his mojo comes from. He, he got, a, he got a, ble- he got a blessing there one year, one year and, uh, and ended up winning the, the, I think the 2017 X-Wing regional that year. Nice. So he was, so ever since then it's been, got, got to stop and get, get his blessing. Hey, you know what? Whatever works. Yeah. Right. What I don't get is he doesn't blame it when he loses. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think there's times he hasn't gotten the blessing. I mean, there's times where he where he's gotten the Chick Fil A, but hasn't actually gotten like somebody that said have a blessed day. Oh man, you're just reinforcing him on this. I, one. Well, he's very specific about it. It's very, it's a very it's a very specific ritual. <laughs> Speaking of specific rituals, this is the point in the episode where we do shout outs to anybody that wants to shout out to things. Yes, shout outs. Andrew, you got a shout out? You anybody you want to shout out? I to? have a shout out to Gigabytes Cafe for all my other Atlanta residents. I do love side of the city. Go to I do Gigabytes. love Gigabytes. It's great. It's um. Actually, I've never eaten there, so I can't attest to the food quality. The food's the food's not bad. I've eaten there. Um, you know, it's great in the middle of like a, a giant long X wing oh, yeah. tournament day when you now can just like sure. get some food and you don't have to think about it. Um, yep, it's no, it's great. it's pretty it's pretty solid actually. No, the community there though was great. Um, the the league that you know, there's league nights there every Wednesday night. Um, run by Charles Holcomb, a very nice man with a cowboy hat with a mustache. I love Charles yep, X wing yep, Holcomb. Charles, yep. Charles X-Wing Holcomb, is, <laughs> as he is known on Facebook, yeah, um, is an absolutely wonderful man and one of like the most positive people I've ever met. Um, he's just great. He's great. Yeah. Um, and I it's feel so bad for being so early to him that time. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he forgot. It was a, it was sure a long there. day in the salt mines. It was a long, long day I'm, in the I'm salt sure, mines. I'm sure he let it go instantly. I mean, that guy doesn't seem to hold a grudge. I mean... I would be. I, I could be wrong, but like I said, I, I've he. I've never had any like. I've never had someone with so many positive interactions. Like, just every time you see him, he's always happy to see you. Yeah. He always, you know, greets you with a handshake, and it's like, man, he's. That, that's the best you can ask for. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to this stuff. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, like we saw him. I saw him at Worlds. Um, 
And, uh, you know, every time I see him, we always, we, we always, you know, catch up for a minute, you know, he's a yeah. great guy. So it's, okay. yeah, but I saw him at worlds this year and we stopped and talked for a minute and, you know, kind of, you know, he play his way in. Did he make it in? He made it into worlds. Yes. He didn't, okay. he, uh, I don't, he didn't make the cut. On. Yeah, I, I didn't think he made the cut, but I thought he played yeah. his way in. But. Yeah, he, yeah, he did play his way in. I'm pretty sure he actually played D. Yoon in the last round, I want to mm. say, of Swiss or like sixth or seventh round of Swiss. I remember, I remember looking over and like seeing like him and D. Yoon playing at some yeah. point near the end of the day. But, um, but yeah, no, he was he was there, and uh, it's always great seeing him and talking to him. We got, you know, talk to him. Um, our other Southeast people are ran into Sam Talley who was also, you know, there for worlds from, from Atlanta and talked to yep. him for a little bit. So good times. I'm going to, I'm going to throw my shout out to, uh, to jump spin slide, which Ooh. I'm going to be listening to a bunch more episodes of is yeah. Hey, glad you liked yeah. It. No, no, I had a good time. I, I, you yeah. said you listened to the first few and I was kind of worried. Cause I'm like, Oh no, those aren't good. <laughs> no, no. Um, Our first couple were, you know, we were figuring it out too. I, I oh think God. Anyone, yeah. Anyone who has a podcast realizes really fast that you have no idea what you're doing until like two, three months in and, Yes. And then you have like a slight. And then you get better at hiding it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You still don't really know what you're doing, but you just kind of know, so you keep going. You feel like the audience knows what they're getting into at that point, and they're, yeah. <laughs> they've accepted what's going Eventually, happen. you just like, I'm doing what I'm doing, and it's okay. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. you just kind of like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At some point, you're just like, this is fine. Whatever. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I encourage anyone who's like, man, this podcast sucks. Just try to talk to a few friends and record it for like an hour and a half and just see what happens. Well, yeah. I think you meant people that said that this podcast that we're no, currently no, no, on any sucks. Podcast. I like, I'm sorry. I'd like to encourage you to go fuck the, glo- the global <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like you encourage to leave a positive review. Um, no, just like if you listen to any podcast and you think, man, they did a terrible job, just try to do it yourself first and then you're like, oh my God. I never knew talking could be so hard. Yeah, right? You don't think about it, but like talking without pausing is is a yes. is a much more difficult thing to do than you than you realize. The um, worst part for us is that cuz uh, I hope you check out the show. I really encourage you to. And thanks for the plug, obviously. And thanks hey, for having me on works. again. Yeah. Really enjoyed being here and talking with you guys. Um, oh, glad you made it. The thing that we we had a uh, trouble with for the first few episodes is um because we we all three record in three separate places. Mhm. Um, we eventually had to start doing video calls because we realized that we talked over each other so much. Ah, yeah, we did. Uh, that, yeah. that we'd start being like, you know, someone would be trying to go into a thought and then someone else would start speaking because they thought they were done, but they're just taking a pause. Yeah. Eventually we're like, no, video calls because we are, we are not communicating well. Yeah, we keep um, thinking about doing that with Carlos, but we just haven't, haven't gotten around to it. But I don't want Carlos do, to know when I'm sleeping, though. <laughs> that's, 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 your camera. You know, I want to do it. At least realize it's been several minutes since I've talked to make him wonder a bit. <laughs> uh, especially do, rude when we have guests. If you do go with that uh, route, I think Discord has been the best for us is what we've used. Uh-huh. Um, that's, we tried like Google Hangouts and that was eh, not great. Yeah. Um, and then Skype is just a is malware that's automatically oh, installed on the computer. Fucking Microsoft. Um, they ha, ruined not Skype. Not mine. I don't have a computer. Yeah. Skype is a uh, boy. Skype is yeah. something. Um, but Discord has been the most consistent for us. Yeah, so. yeah. So Steve, you got your plugs for the week. What do you want to talk about? Oh man, uh, what do I want to talk about? I don't know. I'm we, going got, to, we got Melbourne coming up. We got Melbourne. Somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to going to get your fun on in Melbourne for their hyperspace trial. Carlos is going to be running that one, um, toing. So I, uh, I I'm going to help him out probably a little bit just with uh, figuring out how to use tabletop 
dot to. Um, <laughs> better you than me. Well, I, I know how to use. I've used it for a hyperspace trial now and some other events. It's it's super super easy. So once once you get the hang of it, it's fine. Figure out where those buttons are. But um, yeah, so I got that. And uh, what else is going on? I know Mandalorian um, here in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, Mandalorian November twelfth. Uh, excited like about Disney that. Needs us to plug for him. Yeah, like they. Yeah, like Disney Plus needs. <laughs> I feel us. like they don't advertise enough. Yeah, right. They don't advertise enough. They need to. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm just excited for it. I'm, I'm always excited for Star Wars content. I did buy. Maybe we'll get I, some new scum ships too. I right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did buy my um, all of our Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker it tickets the other day. Very nice. Are we, are we gonna save the uh, the hating on people not doing Star Wars movies thing? We'll save that for next episode. We what? need to get Carlos's opinion so that he can tell us that we're all wrong about. Uh, the two Game of Thrones guys are not doing uh, Star Wars. Oh, oh that I don't. Whatever, I don't care. Like it's yeah. It's that was what, a. They also said the Game of Thrones prequel series is running into some snags. And well, one of them was canceled. One, yeah, of, one them. of them. The, the, like, the, the thing. Issues. The thing is, is what they didn't really talk about in that article is the fact that they have five different Game of Thrones projects. Oh dear God, you're kidding me. And they weren't going to use all of them. Oh, so like yeah. like they did they they did this they one <laughs> they ran this one ran a pilot for it didn't like it and they dropped it they have another one coming that is in the production stage right now that okay. looks like it's is maybe a go especially now that this okay. one didn't go so well, right now I mean in terms of Star Wars we're looking at what I mean we've got Mandalorian coming out there's likely going to be a second season I think um, they've already started working on the second season of that show, actually. There's, a, there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi show in progress. There's an um, Obi-Wan Kenobi show in progress, yeah. I think it's six episodes. I think it may be like a mini-series, like six episodes okay. or something like that. Um, there was a trilogy from those two Game of Thrones writers, D&D. Um, and there's also a Ryan Johnson trilogy that's being worked on. I mean, that's yep. a lot of Star Wars projects. Well, and that, so, yeah, and there's also the Cassian Andor show that comes out oh, next yeah, year. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, I um, knew there was something I was missing. Yeah, so, so there's, just, there's a ton again, of stuff. Again, there's, you know, not everything's going to make it out of the uh, initial phase here. Yeah, exactly. And we've seen this with some of the, you know, other Star Wars projects already with the, the Boba oh, yeah. Fett movie that, that got kind of crapped out at, at the end there. Yep. There's a, um, there's a very famous game that was being produced, uh, which I can't remember the name of it um, off the top of my head right now, but it was being produced and they showed this really great trailer, like the first level. It was going to be like an underworld kind of like your bounty hunter game. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a, it was a, that was the game that like got I remember that cuz that was it got announced like right before Disney actually bought yes. Star Wars. Yeah, it was right before that. I mean, yeah. and again, another Star Wars project that looked really promising and then got canceled. Yeah. And then um, then Lucasfilm so, shuttered LucasArts on never getting a sequel to Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> well, I mean, they did that really uh, they did that really great remaster a few years ago. I, yeah, it was good. I have it I have it on my um, I was about to say computer then I realized you caught me in a lie. I do own a computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you do um, technically have a computer uh, what's his name um, I can't remember the, the Tim Schafer yeah. Tim Schafer studio uh, mm-hmm. Global Fine does a lot of really good um, stuff with the point and click games oh, yeah. maybe, they'll, maybe they'll let him make a sequel to Day of the Tentacle I hope they maybe. do Never I really hope they let him do more Grim Fandango stuff because that game's awesome oh, yeah. you just haven't sold enough uh, travel uh, as a dead person yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I think the um, I mean, come on. the other thing is the final the, the final season of Clone Wars Yes, uh, that oh, yeah, that's, a thing too. that's also in production. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's another like Rebels spinoff in production too. Yeah, um, there's, well, there's Resistance going on right now, which is in season two. Um, this is the last season of it, though. They already I said. think it's yeah, it's already the last. Yeah, because that's it's that show is built specifically to I think bridge the gap between Same. Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Probably. Um, it kind of it kind of fairly specifically is supposed to fill that 
that yeah. whole the first season the first season takes place like during force awakens and mm-hmm. into oh, like jedi. yeah and like yeah. it ends like right at the beginning of like last jedi basically yeah um but anyways yeah that 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 cartoon that, that show is filling a very specific purpose yeah. um but the, the the ending of rebels had a had a had it open for a sequel so i would oh, be yeah. surprised if we got something um in that i don't want to say timeline but in that story arc yeah i wouldn't be surprised to see more of those characters and i would love it i mean i my wife and i both loved the show it was a great yeah. show um, it was a great show yeah that, that show i actually yeah. really really enjoyed it by the uh you know especially yeah. by the end of it but the when, when uh, got all the mysticism like the forest mysticism and stuff it's been great it was great yeah oh yeah yeah more of that please mm-hmm. yeah it was some cool stuff um, especially tying in with the, uh, with the Clone Wars when they, yes. you know, cause they were, they, they tied it in with the, uh, the, uh, the father, brother, yes. sister kind yep. of thing from the, uh, yep. the, what was it the dagger of, uh, dagger of Mortis, dagger of Mortis. Yes. Stuff like that. That's where the force, uh, the force symbol from our game is from. <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah. That's so, on like the, that's on like the floor of the palace in there and like some other stuff mm-hmm. in that episode. Yeah. So yeah, that was cool. Uh, just that, and I like the way they ended that show too. Like even with like the skip ahead at the end, and also just yeah. kind of the way they tied Captain Rex into the into Return of the Jedi actually may have been one of my favorite like yes. Easter eggs of that show. I love which, it. Was just like yes, that old man in Return of the Jedi was actually yes, Captain totally Rex. Rex. <laughs> totally Captain Rex. That's awesome. I love that so much. <laughs> Cap- Rex is such a great character. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, and Ahsoka, too, being alive at the end. It's kind of funny she yep. outlives, I mean, outlives all of the Jedi, really. Yep, yep. Well, um, and it's like her and Sabine go off, you know, searching yeah. for Ezra, right? And uh, Right, exactly. So I think that's, uh, you know, I I think that's going to be interesting because, and in the, you know, this gets into, like, just fan theory stuff about the new movies and whatnot. But, you know, I, I still, like, you know, Thrawn and Ezra basically just kind of disappeared, oh, yeah. right? I mean, Ezra we don't just know. like, nope the fuck out of there. He's like, Later, yeah. Guys. yeah, we don't really know where those two ended up. And, uh, you know, Thrawn, I think, you know, has a lot of, um, had a lot of knowledge and involvement with the Emperor's plans. You know, like, like I keep saying, like, like I would just, like, absolutely go fucking bonkers. If I would up. go completely apeshit if, if Grand Admiral Thrawn shows up yeah, on screen in Rise of Skywalker. So, so I bet he could pull it off. Oh, Matt, Matt Smith could totally do it, yeah. Matt Smith has a mystery role, and I've seen fan art of him as Thrawn, and it, like, he has the facial for it. Uh, oh, he could totally do it. it. Yeah, he could totally do like, it. He would be a great Thrawn. He'd do a great um, voice for yes, it. Yes, he would. Um, you know, although so, I think the guy that does the voice in Rebels, uh, who's, uh, was it Lars Mikkelsen? Uh, that sounds right. I think Mads Mikkelsen, his brother, was... Um, was Galen Erso yeah. in Rogue Rogue yes. One? That's Madness. Yeah, and then his so then the so then the other brother is the voice of Thrawn. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of him, but that dude would actually make a fantastic Thrawn in live action as well. But cool. um, but obviously they probably go with a bigger you know like Matt Smith kind of makes sense. But yeah, I mean, Matt Smith is well known enough. Yeah, yeah, he's I a big name. Why Mickelson isn't like he's got the name for it still because Mickelson. I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, his brother was in a live-action Star Wars movie. I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. But you know, it's uh, he would be fantastic, I think, as as Thrawn in a live, even in a live-action role. Yeah. He does the voice he does of him is great. But um, that's like the same thing with like if uh, there's been a lot of talk recently of possibly one of the new characters from Rise of Skywalker could be Ahsoka. Oh yeah, Zori, Zori Bliss. Like, oh, the the helmet shape is weird, and we don't know yep. who this character is. And yeah, um, I just if. It is. I just hope Ashley Eccleston does the voice. 
Yeah, <laughs> right. Because I, I can't imagine Ahsoka with any other voice. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be. T- I mean, I guess yeah. as a as a, as like a what would basically be a CGI character, you know, you can probably yeah, get away yeah, with doing exactly. that. Even like if you that, had someone in, like a, in makeup, though, you could just yeah. dub over their voice. I mean, well, th- this whole Wedge's movie is, voice was dubbed over. Yeah, I mean this <laughs> this movie is se- is setting up to be an Avengers esque, you know, Infinity it looks like War. It has a lot of fan service. Like, in it. Uh, yeah, they're well. I mean, they already show you. They see that one scene where it's like a thousand fucking rebel ships. Oh, you know, yeah. just show up. I mean, and you, you see, see the ghost Star in it. You, you know. From the- yeah, you see the shadow caster in it. Yeah, you see the shadow caster. You see, I mean, it looks like it has modified engines, but yeah, you know, you see all same these different shape. ships. Yeah, same basic yeah. shape. I mean, you see like star destroyers running or rising from the ground and B wings flying with yeah. X wings again and, and Y wings and and they're T sixty fives too. They're not T seventies. So. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of cool stuff in in there, and you, and you know they have that one scene with like Lando in the middle of the of the hangar, Woo-hoo. you know, and yep. so you know there's gonna be. Obviously, Lando's in it, and there's gonna be. Yeah. God only knows who's gonna be in that in that in that hangar scene, just like in oh, the background, yeah. you know. There's been rumors of uh, Dennis Larson showing back up to play Wedge. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, well, his I guess his his uh, agent confirmed that he is in the movie. Oh, did he really? Oh yeah. my God, guys! Yeah. I'm so excited. Oh, this dude, I was so I was so mad when Force when uh, when Force Awakens came out and the, and I, the story came out that he like refused to be in it. Yeah, he said he didn't want to. Like, yeah, like, oh, I was okay. like, what the fuck. I was like, what are you, like doing, you tell me I don't have Wedge and Tilly's on screen right now because this guy just didn't want to well, do there's, it. There's that new book that came <laughs> out that's bridging the gap to. between, um, or it's coming out soon. I'm not sure if it's out yet. Oh, um, yeah. It's it's in November, I think. Yes. Yeah. Bridging the gap between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. And yeah. it looks like Wedge is on the cover of that book. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a figure who looks like Wedge. I mean, Wedge like, has a fairly important role in like the Aftermath books. Yeah, I mean, he becomes the, uh, well, after the whole... Uh, liberation of cashy god stuff yeah um, yeah sorry no, but kidding. he becomes a new we spoiled rebels and you didn't say anything but then we spoil a book and you're like how we spoil the aftermath book that is pretty much everybody has agreed is yeah, like it's very not reviled that and no one wants you to read it and you're like spoilers like spoilers right, <laughs> this very good show don't just, watch it you know what man i love i want to just contribute to this conversation <laughs> this shit we, we, we're getting really deep in the eu stuff here we and joe joe's we're losing joe <laughs> but which becomes the uh he's like the primary like flight instructor of like the new republic yeah. flight academy so like yep. you know I, again i won't be surprised this too is how you don't get in killed movie. in the star wars movie <laughs> yeah um but yeah i'm surprised to see Hera and wedge and a bunch of the other fan favorites in this movie too oh so. for sure yeah like well and Hera's kid Jason, um Hera yeah. and kanan's kid yeah uh, i wouldn't be surprised to see him show up in this which, they named Hera and Jason, kanan which is oh. like Oh, oh, it's like a direct homage to to Jason. Very, very loaded name. Jason Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, I've, I mean, I still think like Ray and Kylo are basically Jason and Jaina. Like, I think that's fair. You know what I mean? They're, they're not like they may not be related like twins or whatever, but like even if they're not twins, they're 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 spiritual successors. From a character standpoint, uh, or character arc standpoint, that's pretty much what they are to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyhow, we will wrap this up <laughs> since we've gone deep Sorry into to the go too deep on. No, no, no worries, man. <laughs> it's fine. My favorite Star Wars characters, if I had to rank them right now, were like Wedge Antilles, uh, Chewbacca slash Porgs question mark. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, Captain Rex from the Star Tours ride. So I mean, oh yeah, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite characters are deep cuts, man. Yeah, deep cuts. All right, well, who's your favorite character and why is it Lando? <laughs> yeah, well, we know Joe. Right, I mean. Colt 45, that's all you yeah. gotta say. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, if I, if I were going to have to name some, I, I, it's probably Cornhorn and, and oh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's like, my favorite character is Malakili, the Rancor Keeper. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I mean, who can those forget? Butter Chubs. <laughs> butter Chubs. Figrin Dan. Yeah, Figrin Dan and the, the modal the, nodes. The modal nodes. nodes, thank you. Yeah. We can forget oh. those. And, and his, and his Nobody hopping, that plays the Star Wars CCG. His forgets. hop and jizz music. Mm. Yes, it is jazz music canonically. Tech moral, teen to high. <laughs> That's right. I played. I know what's up. Well, guys, thank you so much for having me on. I had yeah, hey, it was great being on, man. man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I'm going to go and have sleepy times. All right. Hey, so everybody? We, have, you, have you heard our traditional uh, goodbye, Andrew? Uh, I don't think I've made it to the end of an episode. All right. Well, here you go. Here, you're about to do it. I'm ready. Savage. <laughs> right. Sorry. I just get I caught up on other things, you know. All right, everybody. <laughs> happens. Dials, Dials down. down. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up.